0: the green light and we're ready to go ladies and gentlemen welcome to the second episode of love pod mania the wrestlemania 33 review show drink it in man my name is dan murphy and joining me is chris manning chris how are you
1: yeah i'm just recovering from the ultimate thrill ride mate um yeah my my sleep pattern's just about back to normal my, dorito, my, my dorito intake is reduced by 100% and I'm feeling good, uh, I'm energised, I'm looking forward to giving it a good old uh, going through with a fine tooth comb with you gentlemen.
0: Also joining me is Tom Wilson, Wilson, how are you after a tiring weekend?
2: Hey, lad, I'm very good, I'm glad you um, went with a pitbull introduction it's as well. Because um, i got to tell you, lads, when we're going through these matches, I'll be giving my ratings. You know how oh, uh, yeah. Meltzer has the Little star ratings? I
0: think we can all Five
2: star. I'll be giving my my ratings in green lights, so ah, 10 green lights scale
3: for my excellent. ratings.
0: I like it. And <laughs> also joining us is Mr. Tom Malai. Tom, how's it going?
4: Uh, yeah, really good, actually. Yeah. Um, I was pleasantly surprised by some of the matches on the cards let down by a couple of others, but um, I'm sure we'll get into that we soon enough.
0: Will. And in the words of Lance Catamaran, what a week it's been, so much to talk about. And let's start at the beginning with NXT TakeOver. As they always are, the, the cards may not look good, the builds might not be good, but they're a hell of a show. And it started off with Sanity beating Ty Dillinger, Roderick Strong, <coughs> Cassius Ono and Ruby Riot. I thought this was a great way to start the show. Felt very kind of energetic, hard-hitting, loads of bodies flying everywhere, Killian Dane fucking bossing it as he'd go on to do on the Sunday. Chris, what did you think of this?
1: Yeah, very enjoyable. I I hadn't realised, and I I know I made a point of it last week to talk about it at every opportunity I can, that I was... Counting the people I've seen wrestle at PCW over the course of the whole weekend, and uh, I think I got into nearly into double figures. But Roderick Strong, I didn't even know he was on NXT. I well, saw that's him. That's a
0: bit of a. That's a bit of like the criticism of NXT at the minute that they've gotten the best wrestlers going, and he has fuck all going about him. But
1: mm, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw him on the Ring of Honor crossover show a couple of years ago, and he was excellent on that too. Um, I really enjoyed it. I came into it, like I said on the previous pod, not really being up to date on NXT, and so. Uh, you know these un- sort of semi undercard matches were a bit of an unknown to me, and, and I really enjoyed all of them. I thought this was good, solid match, lots of decent, uh, mm-hmm. decent action. Not a spot fest by any stretch of the imagination. Mm-hmm. Or oh, all in all, I thought it was a solid, uh, solid four green lights. <laughs> oh, oh are,
0: we, are we doing it
2: at a five or of ten, Wilson? Um, yeah, let's let's go for
1: the five for the uh, five. I feel like awesome. a fan. that's the big That's that's the yeah. traditional format, isn't it? Keep it that. But no, in all seriousness. It was a good solid opener. Um, I always found that sometimes NXT shows a bit slow to start, but this one was straight yeah, in there I with think... a with a good a good solid one, and, I, and I, I, was de- de- I was definitely engaged by it all the way through.
0: Yeah, I think because it was your weekend and everything, it was important to kind of get off on the strong foot. And I think it was a really kind of energetic match. There was loads of bodies flying everywhere. I think the Roderick Strong's bit when he flew in and just suplexed everyone and just fucking did high knees all over the shop. Oh it was yeah, great. The only my only kind of qualm with it is that Ruby Riot. Or Heidi Lovelace and uh, Nicky Cross didn't get much action in, with it being kind of just ended up being a three-on-three tag match with them kind of doing the odd jump off the ring. That was my only drawback. But apart from that, I really, really enjoyed it. Tom, what do you think of it?
4: Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna confess now. I only saw select match from uh, select matches from NXT, oh. um, and this wasn't uh, one oh, of them. Sure. It was we're we were. I was with, <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, I was with basically, I was with my mate all weekend and. Um, oh. It got to it. It got to WrestleMania day. We, we were going to watch it, and then we sort of ran out of time. So we just decided to watch the Alistair Black match, okay. um, the Bobby Roode Nakamura match, and the tag match. So, well, um, I'll have, it
0: must be yeah. Set. So I'll have,
4: I'll have to pass over this one, and okay. I'm sure Wilson will uh, have a lot to say anyway. Yeah,
0: come on then, Wilson. What's your ratings? Yeah,
2: you this match was really good. I went into the show, kind of just not really. Being that hyped for it, because the card didn't look too, you know, <laughs> overwhelming. But this match really fired me up for the show. And it was very, very fun match. I don't know who Ruby Riot is. Never heard of her She's an in, indie ever.
0: darling, highly lovely yeah. match. I don't think I've ever seen any of her stuff, but I, her look's cool. She looks very unique. I'm the, to see what the,
2: she does. the little stuff she did in the match did impress me, though. So hope she, um, you know, gets to... Showcase of skills in that again. Well, I imagine um, she
0: might be in the women's tournament possibly because that's obviously coming in the summer, That you know, the new Cruiserweight Classic type thing. There's going to be kind of a lot of women in that, some signed, I imagine, likes of uh, Kimberly and uh, maybe Ruby Riot, and then with the likes of Nixon Newell and hopefully Candice Larrey, the Japanese women they've signed, maybe Tessa uh, Blanchard. Um, it's going to be an interesting time for the women on WWE.
1: Yeah, I have no idea who any of those people are. It's a new say right
0: great, now. Chris. I oh, she's so sick, and she's definitely going to be in it, and I cannot wait.
1: Happy days. So, yeah. Carry on. Sorry, am I interrupting there. No, I
2: don't too. really have much different to say about this match other than it was a really really fun match, and uh, yeah, Sanity very very good. Yeah, uh, At first, miss. I kind of I kind of just wrote them off as like, oh, it's a TNA stable, isn't it? They're just going to have a few pay per views and then disband, but they could actually really well, go. It's kind it.
0: this apparently. Apparently, he could yeah saw sort out every. Single member, obviously, he had Sawyer Fulton at first and that, and he got injured. Now they've got Big Demo in there, who, for my money, is a lot better. He looked great all weekend. I think Sanity are going to go places. So I think with having a German member, WWE is massive in Germany, they don't really have any stars. The best they've got is Cesaro, so he's going to get over eventually. I think I can't wait for him to go for, against AOP for the tag team belt. So I reckon Big Demo against the other big lads. Whoa,
2: yeah, I could scary. do without Eric Young though, to be honest. I've always thought Eric Jung's a bit shy. But He's a weird one. Um,
0: he suits the thing because his voice is kind of fucked. So yeah, it's, that's it's true. It's all good. It all fits the aesthetics. What ratings would you give that in? Um,
2: A solid 3.5 green lights. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm
0: there with you. 3.5 is mine as well.
2: Next, How
1: would we, predi- we do with our predictions, by the way, on that one, well, Tom? Do you want me
2: to um, reveal the, the whole... This,
1: I can't remember. Did we I no, thought we, did we not predict these? This was not
0: notes beforehand, did. so there was no prediction.
1: Uh, okay, my bad.
0: But one the first match that we did predict and I believe we all got it right was Tommy End a la Alistair Black made his debut against Andrade Cien Almas and his entrance was badass as fuck I was so happy watching him the proper going in all in on his occult character he had a, just a great entrance great music that suits him to the bone he looks he just has an aura about him already and you know with one weird occult guy who likes magic retiring on Sunday another one comes in and Alistair Black had
1: a hell of a debut, didn't he, Chris? He certainly did. I, I, as I said to you on, on last last week, that uh, didn't really know a lot about him going into it, but certainly impressed. But I was also impressed with um, cN as well. Oh I've only ever heard a few bits and pieces about him, and, and I'd never seen a full match of him. And I thought he was just as impressive. I know he was there to do a job, um, but I thought he, he was really impressive too. So yeah, again, another solid match. You give it a lovely, lovely three on the green light scale. This has been a good, solid start for NXT. Um, I didn't think there was a bad match on the card without you know, giving too many things away straight off.
0: No, I, I don't think there was. I think the worst one was probably the main event, and I, I actually quite enjoyed that for the most part as well, but we'll get to that. I mean, Tommy and his debut was great. I mean, the flip he did when he just jumped hard onto the second rope and then flipped into the um, sit-down position was fucking badass. I mean, as just say, Almas was great as well. I think he's going to be called up sooner rather than later because he's going to be their next big um, star in Mexico, I'd have thought hopefully they treat him a lot better on the main card than they did on NXT, because uh, his arrival there was kind of botched with a shit-face uh, run, and then he's been good as a heel, but he's not really got over as much. But Tom, this is the first match you did see at the weekend, what do you reckon? Tom?
4: Indeed, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a big fan of Tommy End from what I have seen of him, and, uh, you know, he they let, him, they let him do what he needed to it, you know, uh, like you mentioned, the entrance there, it was interesting that, um, for his name he had his own sort of font oh, so cool. you know, Br- Br- like a sort of Bray Wyatt um, treatment there because you know not many people get that sort of treatment uh, of if you look that, at it, so
0: it looks like gibberish at first but if you actually yeah. look at it it does you can kind of see what the letters are if you look at it close enough like they do kind of resemble Alistair Black if you look at it in full it's well, yeah, so cool
4: that, that was that was very cool and like you said that spot where he flipped off the ropes was incredible Um um, you know, uh, g- yeah, g- great introduction to uh, Tommy Endor Alistair Black for I'll anyone. He was
0: badass as well as well when he um, fucking picked up Almas with his foot to then kick his head off for his finisher. Yeah, so yeah. good. I mean, his actual finish—a finisher he used in the Indies was um, the two-footed stomp off the top rope, which is obviously ballers. So he's probably not yeah. allowed to. Yeah, it's,
1: which is t- look, which is the worst like a... the worst finisher in the whole wide world. By the way, boys.
0: I don't mind it. It's kind of anticlimactic, <sighs> but you can imagine it actually fucking hurts. Mm. It's a weird
4: one. Yeah, right, I, I mean his his finisher that they've given him on NXT is sort of a bit like a uh, a mid kick, like he uh, mm. just sort of um, it's just a roundhouse kick in the head. Yeah, know. yeah. Black Mass is a yeah. shit name. It should have been
0: called
4: Black Magic instead. But I mean, it, it looked better uh, when Tommy ended it compared to like when Mickey James does yeah, her Tommy kick because he he actually looks like he he actually hits him, when, whereas yeah. she uh, she doesn't. But um, no, like I say, very very solid outing, and uh, I'll give it three point five green lights. Yeah, sure. I think.
0: The only, I think the only bad part of the match was that the fucking dickhead NXT crowd started playing, started singing about their own Oh, don't get me started on well, the fucking That's why I brought it up, it Wilson, because I know Jesus. you're going to have a bone to pick. They oh. started fucking about and while, ev- you know, I think it was section 220 started after every two count went 20 and started singing 220 is the best, when the rest of the crowd started singing shut the fuck up during the finish of the match. So it was a bit of a dampener, but Wilson, go on, tear into the NXT crowd.
2: The crowds all weekend. Actually, no. I'll I'll leave the WrestleMania crowd out of it. They were, for the most part, well behaved. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Takeover Raw and SmackDown crowds were just fucking unbearable. Though. Like, times, I get it. Yeah. For we'll talk about this when we get to Raw, obviously. But when Roman came out at the start, the I crowd mean, that was great. That was played their part. Yeah, the crowd played their part yeah. there. But other than that, oh my god, the crowds were just fucking unbearable. Yeah. I'm surprised we didn't get a wee Are awesome chant the whole weekend. Yeah. I don't think I heard one. But honestly. Oh, yes. I hate wrestling fans, guys.
3: <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hate
2: them. Anyway, yeah, this match was um, very, very good. Uh, Tommy End, he's got a very, very big head, hasn't he? That's the first thing I know. It's about him. Yeah, um, it's he did match. the the thing that he did off the ropes when he went to like sit down afterwards. That was I legitimately <laughs> macked over that, and I don't know why. Mm-hmm. And, have
0: and been yeah, yeah. That with his debut and fell over. That'd have been the worst oh, thing no. ever.
2: Oh, my God. Well, the worst and best thing at the same well, time. Yeah.
0: But never in doubt, never in doubt.
2: <laughs> yeah. But, yes, yeah, CN. I'm surprised it took him so long to get over. Because when he first debuted, the fans did not say to him what. Nah, I think he
0: debuted against Dillinger.
2: Yeah, he did. As a face. Yeah. And he was as being a cocky people, people didn't just... like him. Then I yeah. think he, he
0: debuted he... against Bobby Roode. He, he debuted Bobby Roode as well when he was still a face. So it was just kind of... he was fucking shit on from the start, really.
2: Yeah, then he turned heel and then he just got to... <laughs> Fully mm-hmm. explore that cocky character that he has. Well, he turned he's heel so on, good uh, at
0: it. He turned heel on full sail darling Cedric Alexander, didn't he? So it's done him well since.
2: Yeah, he's, Almas is so good. I hope he gets to the main roster soon because he, he, um, he could be the next Mexican style, like you said. Yeah, I'm spent.
0: Uh, ratings for that?
2: Um, I'll give it a three. Three green lights. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll be, I'll be with you there as well. Three, not, no, it's a classic debut match. And as I said, we all put it to this correctly, did we not? Yes, we did. Anyway, and now on to the match of the whole fucking weekend. And my boys, the revival and DIY, they fucking did it again. As offers of pain, overcoming joint efforts from the two tag teams to hold on to their belts. I think I was the only one who went with revival. Stupid dickhead. But I don't give a fuck because it was fucking brilliant, Chris, wasn't it?
1: Definitely, really, really good. Everything I expect it to be. Um, the boys, the offers of pain, that They're so, oh, you know what? The I, I want to hate them. I want to hate them because they're bland, they're, they're not, predictable. Man, they're so good. But, 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 but they're so Classic. not everything. Everything that they appear to be on the surface, you know, the nuanced. They, there's a, a care that goes into everything. They're just they're just superb, um, and we'll talk a little bit more about call ups and so on. Mm-hmm. But these boys, I think these boys have got a bright, bright, bright future. Big
0: time. I mean, this whole match was brilliant. The, the stuff, the storytelling throughout. I mean, if you, you know, if you're connected to the revival and DIY for the the last two amazing matches they had last year, and then all the spots of them doing each of us finishes combined, Johnny Gargano doing, you know, looking at uh, Dawson doing the submission that made him nearly lose his leg and being like shit should I break this but and then joining in and but, and then the fucking big res are still fucking powering out after they put him through the table all together man the spots were brilliant I think the crowd kind of as I said the crowd started being cunts in this match big time I mean it, it kind of works because nobody likes shooter AOP's good because they're meant to be monster heels and they're certainly doing that but the kind of DIY going out first I didn't mind it but it kind of put Revival... I I guess they maybe did it so Revival would get a big reaction on Monday, which by fuck they did, but DIY going at first kind of sucked the air out of the room a little bit, with Revival kind of going tweener. It was a weird one, but it was a fucking hell of a match, wasn't it, Wilson?
2: It was. Everything about this match was just so good. The, um, The action, the psychology of the match, too, was just unbelievable. When they had those shots of the Revival and DIY not really wanting to help each other, but knowing that they had to, and then was
0: Revival just... trying to... So then Revival trying to punch yeah. him and then turn oh around God. all
2: Literally, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It was such a good match. It's like, it's the only match of WrestleMania New weekend that I've actually watched twice since. Yeah, I'm
0: going to have to watch it again. It's I
2: mean, so good. Of the course. Office of Pain as well looked just good, like... Man. Killers. Oh. They looked like absolute They were booked as absolute monsters. Yeah. And the crowd... You say that they were booing them because they were heels, Well, that was not the guess. Well, it
0: wasn't, but it wasn't the case, but it worked, is what I was trying to say. I guess so, but yeah, the crowd annoyed me
2: during this match as well.
0: Yeah, they were absolutely... But yeah,
2: this match was unbelievable. I loved it so much.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've got like a list of matches of the year so far, and it's already fucking far too long. But um, this is the only match from the weekend that has uh, made it onto the list. and I think it was just... Everything about it was just fucking brilliant the storytelling the psychology the actual action the spots I mean when they fucking did that bastard suplex off the top rope into the crowd it's like on, into the like the, the fucking area it's like oh my god this is just mad I mean this is what NXT is about bringing you know bringing indies in and then we're kind of I think I don't know about Revival doing indie stuff before NXT and I don't know about AOP either but then you know their own guys kind of developing them, I think they've done so well by Office of Pain, they've brought them in, they fucking crushed American Alpha on the debuts and then they've just looked brilliant ever since, I think and it's just, they are, they are still a bit green but putting them with such good wrestlers has kind of masked that a bit and they've done them and wonders, and what do you reckon to it Tom?
4: Yeah, like, like you've all said, you know, it was absolutely stunning uh, tag team match and um, you know, I don't watch much NXT but the the last off of um, not after pain, the last revival versus DIY match I watched was uh, incredible. And again, this one, uh, you know, it, the, them them two teams sort of um, they basically did all the big sort of spots, didn't they? And you know, did all the cool stuff, and then Officer Payne just came in and um, were booked to look very strong indeed. And it, it was it was very effective how they did it. Um, but yeah, I I, I can't really add much. What um, you threw haven't I mean, already it was, it was you know, it was just a, just a great match and um yeah, really looking forward to seeing more of the revival now as well, now exactly. that they've uh, think, been called up as we'll go on to later.
0: I think what I love a lot about it is that kind of when DIY went, Officer Payne kinda of wiped the floor with revival, showing that they were only being kind of on the ropes because it was four against two. I mean everything about it was just fucking excellent. I cannot Well wait. yeah, it was
4: it was like a handicap match really, wasn't yeah. it? It was um it, yeah, yeah uh, they um, still
0: look strong. But, and while everyone else looked great as well, it, oh, it's so perfect. That's, that's just what I was saying about the last podcast when when done right, tag team wrestling is just the fucking best. You it is, it really it. is. I mean, oh, so good. I just AOPV heavy machinery. That's what I want. Just big lads everywhere. Give me it. Give me it. Ah, uh, ratings for that for me, fucking five green lights. I don't give a fuck, Chris.
1: Uh, I'm not going to quite get that far, and I'm only saying that because I, I'm being brutally honest with you. I'm suffering a little bit from a wrestling. I'm all wrestling out a little bit now. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to all the matches starting to blow into one. So whilst I'm interested in Tom giving me the specifics, I'd forgotten about those spots. So I'm going to upgrade my three point five to a four.
4: Tom, uh, me, yeah, I'll give it. Oof, do I go for five? Yeah, go for it. Five. five I'll give it five green lights. Wilson. I'd love to give this match five. Just
3: do it. But no one cares.
4: The crowd
2: can go fuck themselves no, and they fuck don't deserve it. No, the crowd!
0: Do not go. <laughs> no, crowd does not take away from it.
2: 4.75, lads. Jesus. 4.75. You are right, Melty, aren't you?
0: <laughs> <sighs> Next up. I don't know what we think of the new belts, by the way. I didn't like any of them really. They look better now I've seen them on like, the rendered photos that they have for the champions, but I didn't like any of them. What do you reckon to the tag team belt, was wasn't?
2: I only truly prefer the tag belt, the new tag belts, over the old ones. Mm-hmm. I'd prefer it if they kept the uh, men's and women's belts.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Chris, what do you think? Of?
1: Um, there aren't enough fucks in the world that I don't give about the belt. To be perfectly <laughs> honest with you,
0: Tom, do you echo those thoughts?
4: Um, well, as as um, someone who isn't really an avid follower of NXT, I don't. I, I wasn't aware what the belts used to really look like. Yeah, so, um, yeah. yeah. So, pretty much, yeah.
0: Speaking of belts, the next one to be defended was Asuka's against Ember Moon. And this another really enjoyable match, I think. Asker kind of having to cut a corner puts a seed of doubt in for when Ember finally gets the win. and was a uh, just a lot of good action here, Tom. Oh, you didn't watch this one, did you? I didn't watch this well, one, yeah. unfortunately. What, did, I miss, did, I, did, did I, I miss a good one? Watched it. Oh, Wilson, what do you think?
2: This match was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Asuka and then um, I was praying... I was absolutely praying that Ember Moon would show up and be her best. Like, we saw her in sort of her debut and, like, the start of her NXT run, and she fucking brought it. She was so good. Obviously, everyone's talking about Asuka because she's probably the best woman in WWE at the minute, and rightly so. But yeah, I think Ember Moon definitely deserves credit. This match was just very hard hitting, very just rough it was just amazing i
0: loved it again just good story time for me i really i said, really enjoyed it. i think Asuka's just i'll never tire of seeing Asuka's fucking brutal kicks and then a fucking hip attack which is just an ass attack it's all great i fucking love her she's she's the absolute queen chris what do you think to this
1: um yeah yeah really really good i'd, I'd never seen ember moon before um but crikey she's dead she's like trying to describe her like nakamura in the in a way, I don't really like looking at them because they're a bit weird. But at the same time, you can't you can't look away. Um, there's a memorable quote from Seinfeld about Co- uh, Cosmo Kramer being a brute of a man. Horrible to look at, yet you can't stop staring at him. And she had that sort of look to me. Um, I think it was the eyes. Hmm. But the match itself, I thought, was, was was a lot. I was expecting a squash, probably because I didn't know much about Ember Moon. But clearly, as Tom's just said, she's got a bit, of, a bit about her. And whilst the women's uh, division on the NXT seems to be a bit thin on the ground, I think these two could go, could run and run. Um, I thought this was really solid, um, not, not what I expected in any stretch of the imagination, and I was really impressed with Ember Moon. I like it when you have sort of big bads like Ember, uh, like Asuka, who uh, are so dominant, and then when they get tested a little bit more and they stretch things out a bit, the and then they're not, yeah, they're not exactly the big sort of killing machine that they make themselves out to be. They're also. Capable of, of subtleties and they're capable of using the psychology like they don't normally get chance to. So all in all, I thought they were, they both put on a really good show. Um, I haven't gone back and watched any of these again, so I am I am going from memory. Um, but I don't remember it being um, any sort of moment in the match where I was, you know, checking my phone or doing something else. So I was engrossed throughout. Um, as so well as as for the entire show, I think it's a good solid four so far.
0: Rating for that match?
1: Yeah, yeah, four. Keep it on, keep it on a four because as long as you know, as long as long I'm engaged in a match and mm-hmm. although we didn't really know a lot about the stories behind I thought, the stories they told really within the matches,
0: with it's mad was Those it, movies, right? kind of video editors are fucking the best going, because they made oh, yeah. that look like there was actually a story going into it when there wasn't one at all so fucking, it's all good, but I'm hoping yeah. they're going to do one now
1: but that's, that's also a credit to the um, to the two performers as well because mm-hmm. they obviously took on and, and did a lot with very little, and and I think that's always difficult. So fair play to them both. I was uh, I was fully invested throughout.
0: I'll give this four green lights as well. You Wilson?
2: Yeah, I'm a four as well. If the, if there was more of a story going into it, it'd probably a bit higher. Mm-hmm. But yeah, okay. as you said.
0: But you mentioned then, Chris, about kind of being engaged into the match, and I must say, in the main event, Bobby Roode vs. Ken Nakamura, it was getting late. I was tired, and I did kind of fall asleep. Uh, not deep asleep, but I kind of went through fits and starts of sleeping for about the first 10 minutes of this match. I think it got good in the end when Rude finally started going after Shinsuke's apparently injured knee, and then the match started getting some spice, but leading up to that, it was very fucking, it dragged a bit, I must say. What do you think, Tom? Um,
4: yeah, what, Rude, Ma- Rude Nakamura? um mm. Yeah, uh, uh, it felt a little flat for me um, this match. Um I like I really like both guys to be honest. Um you know the the entrances were both glorious. Um let's let's say as um yeah oh, yeah i would say
0: fucking Nakamura's entrance of smackdown was better than his one. On Agreed.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, that
0: violinist guy, man, he's almost over guy in fucking wrestling.
2: The violinist. Right. I'll, we'll talk about <laughs> this more on SmackDown, but the Violinist was not on it on Tuesday. He was not on farm. He was good enough for my untuned ears, I can tell you that much.
1: <laughs> How many stars <styles laughs> do you think the Violinist will get on average? I mean, we're going to do a separate rating for that.
2: Um, we'll, 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 we'll cross that bridge Yeah, but
1: anyway,
4: uh, the, ma- the
2: match Four, itself... Four several
1: clefs. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the, the, yeah, the match itself, you know, it, it, um, it, fell, a bit, it fell a bit flat. I, I think it didn't help with the fact that um it was so heavily rumoured that Nakamura was gonna yeah. um that was gonna get called up that it it just felt like a foregone conclusion and um whatever happens you just you, I, I just thought, you know, I couldn't get past that and it took away um any sort of surprise element of Bobby Roode winning, but um you know, they're they're both they're both great performers, but mm-hmm. for how good how good they both can be, it was a little disappointing for yeah, me, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm fully with you there. It's a so weird one. I think, I really like Rude's kind of finishing DDT. I think it looks vicious. And like I said, the ending to the match, like, kind of, I don't know how long it was, but I'd say the last half was really good. I was really into it. I loved the story they were telling about the knee and stuff like that. I was really enjoying it. It's first start just kind of, they, if they had got to the knee stuff after like three minutes or so, it would have been great. But it was kind of, it was just a bit too much fun. And I imagine they had to go for longer because of kind of the relatively short uh, card. But, you know, it's a weird one with Nakamura because I love him. I think his entrance is, like, awe-inspiring and he's got such a great charisma and I love him. And I was fucking giddy as fuck when he came out of SmackDown. But I cannot say that I've particularly been into any matches he's had, even the Sami Zayn one. And I went back to watch it because when I first watched it, I was obviously not that much. Not much there was no, it was my first week in wrestling. So I went back and watched it again and I still... I don't know what it is, but his, his matches don't do anything for me that much. I just I think he's got a, kind of a boring move set, and I don't know. You know, everyone said, "Oh, his Joe wasn't the good opponent," and no, Rude's not been the good opponent. And I, I don't know where this is kind of going, Wilson. What do you? I'm I, I don't know. I feel weird for saying can, it because
2: I completely understand what you're saying. Um, he's been on autopilot ever since the uh, San Jose match, where his matches are a, a good, but he could do better if you really, really put his mind to it. I think
0: my favourite one was his Balor
2: one. Yeah, that was a good match. Uh, the Balor and Sami Zayn match are probably the two matches where he's displayed that style that he was doing in New Japan. Mm. But for the rest of his matches, he's just been in, well, you know, I'm gonna, this is going to be a good match regardless, so I don't really have to try, you know what I mean? Yeah, what
0: did you think
2: of this but, one? Uh, the match, yeah, uh, but boring, to be honest. I was really bored by this. Um, the psychology of the match was just way off. It was like <laughs> 15 minutes into the match, Rude realized, "Oh yeah, he has a poly leg, don't he? I should probably yeah. fucking work on
3: that." It's
2: like, yeah, it, I don't yeah. know. It was a pretty, it was a bit of a, what am I trying to say? Yeah, it a was a, a, a squid. Yeah, bad way to end there, the show. The show went out on a whimper. In the tag team
0: should have been the main event. Big. Time. Oh yeah, I agree. Um, Chris, what did you think?
1: <clears throat> well, I, I, I think Nakamura—the personality—is is something else. So I was watching SmackDown tonight with the missus and she was like, "What? You know, what's this? What? What is he doing? Why, you know, is he always like this? Is he a bit weird, or is it the character, or is it a bit of both?" And I think it's, it is a bit of both. I think that the guys, from what I've seen in interviews, he's fucking off his cake, and then the <laughs> character is no, the character is no different. But I, I don't like Bobby Roode. I think he's all—you know—he's just said Nakamura could be all entrance and not really much else. I I feel the same about Bobby Roode. That's exactly what I was going to say about maybe defend that cover a bit. I think it's because he's so unconventional. And so why are you saying that maybe his moveset is different, you know, he's not, not the best, and that he's maybe not found the best opponent? I think it's because whatever he brings to it, is so completely different to what you, you might expect or what you, you've hmm. become conditioned to that maybe he does appear to be a bit dull because it's not all high flying, it's not all Matt Wessman, it's not, even not, high it's not all his it's er-
0: just kind of knee strikes, and I can't really tell his knee strikes apart from his finisher.
1: That's that. That's the entirety of his old strong style approach, isn't it? I mean, it's it is built it up to the point where that that is what he does, and there's not really any sort of wriggle room in there at all. I don't think it's a bad thing. I, I like him. I think the fact he's so different and the fact his personality stands out so clearly through his work makes him oh, yeah, worth wrong, watching. Yeah, and I, even if you think that, that that you know some things that are involved aren't the most interesting of all, I think there's enough there, you know, apart from that. To make him, he's captivating. He's a really weird guy to look at and a really weird guy to watch. But you know, everyone always pays full attention to him. There's no way that yeah, you can so. watch watch Nakamura and only every half looking at what he's up to. He's absolutely captivating. Mm. Um, but Bobby Roode, I feels a bit bland. You know, is it he, obviously the the entrance is fantastic, um, but I wonder how much of that is you know the, the sort of the direction is Triple H, for example, with his uh, ideas or whoever else in NXT or However much of it is Bobby Roode, because when I see him in the ring, I see someone who's perfectly functional, you know, n- not terrible by any stretch. He's no Dean Ambrose, for example, but he's at the same time. I I, I don't find myself getting that inve- invested in his work in the same way. Maybe it's because I'm not seeing that much of him. It could well be. It could just be my problem. Um, but ultimately, I think that Nakamura will be, well, is the one to progress. No. Whereas I think Bob, Bob, Bobby Bobby Roode's got less chance of ever progressing in my book.
0: I think he'll definitely go to the main roster eventually. His song's too good, and he's, look, he's just too much of a star not to. I, I don't know what it is. I do like Rude. He is definitely a Triple H fucking light, and he's definitely very old school, but I, I don't know what it is. I just kind of like it. I, like, I, I, I can't put a word on it, but I, I do like him. Um, so, ratings for that, lads. I'm saying 2.5 generously. Wilson?
2: Yeah, 2.5 as well.
4: Tom?
0: Um,
1: yeah 2.5 I think and Chris yeah I'm sick of your typical line of inner negativity I'm going to go
0: 3 <laughs> and one other thing from NXT a nice surprise fucking Drew fucking Galloway was there oh, my ideas ideally exploded when that happened I watched um an, an episode of Evolve from this weekend when he was saying this isn't Mania weekend this is wrestling weekend giving it the big one. and then lo and fucking behold he's back in NXT or Drew McIntyre we should say and All I can hope is, I've seen Drew a couple of times on Indies, I I watched him in Sheffield uh, a couple of months ago, and he gave a fucking great promo about the fucking meaning of life and shit, and then he had a fight in the middle of the road, I fucking think he's class, I can only hope he comes back as the character of Drew Galloway, and isn't just brought back as the fucking three man band guy, but I'm very excited for it, how about you Wilson?
2: I want to give a big, big fuck you to what culture right now? (laughs) He was their champion. I, I
0: think WWE have done
2: that. And um, what culture tweeted something during NXT, basically taking the piss out of a wrestler. I can't remember who it was. I think it was Tommy End. and <laughs> their champion shows up and then signs with WWE. So yeah, big, big pretty, fuck you to those lads. That was that was pretty funny. Are we, are
0: we all excited, Chris? Are
1: we, are we happy? Yeah, another one to tick off the um, Preston City Wrestling list. <laughs> um, it. it his match with Noam Dar from about a year ago was one of the best ones I've ever seen. Um, the guy, he's obviously coming back as Drew McIntyre because then there's your marketing already done there and yeah. there. Um, I wonder I wonder about his long-term prospects because obviously last time, and, and I appreciate it, it was a different world then. I think NXT is perfect for him because he's got that name recognition. He can take up the mantle of, of, you know, when when they lose people to the main roster, you need people ready to move in. Like Bobby Roode did when Sami Zayn moved up and so on. And like you'll find now with Drew when Nakamura's gone, that there's people ready to take those top top slots. So, yeah, I think he'll uh, he's a good fit, a good get for him as well. And, um... They're continuing to hoover up all this talent, aren't they? Yeah, so it's worrying about
0: kind of about, worrying, but kind of exciting at the same time. Well,
1: you know, you know that they are their own competition these days. So it's no, you know, whether they're under the WWE banner or whether they're under the other, any other independent banner is by the by. You know, it's all all for the benefit of the fans. At the End of the day. Yeah, hundred
2: um, percent.
0: Wilson, what are the rate? What are the scores on up to NXT?
2: Do you mean like predictions? Our predictions. Yeah. Oh, some... Okay. Um, me and Tom predicted all the matches correctly um, fucking Max yes you and Chris got uh, three between you
3: bloody <sighs> hell
0: yeah moving on to plenty of
1: time yet Dan plenty of time yet. don't worry
0: about it <laughs> I got some fucking clangers in wrong in this but moving on to the ultimate thrill ride of Wrestlemania the pre-show opens up with Neville retaining his Cruiserweight <laughs> Championship against Austin Aries it was a solid enough match I think they were given a decent amount of time to get the stuff in it kind of, it was kind of. I imagine it was difficult for him to do flippy shit in the soaring Florida sunshine, but they managed to cope. Fucking Neville did a brutal fucking German suplex on Aries and dropped him right in his fucking head, which looked awful. But apart from that, pretty solid encounter. I'm glad it's not the end of the feud, as two or five live revealed on Tuesday. Aries is the number one contender yet again. Hopefully, that's going to lead up to a big match for payback. I'm
4: looking forward to it. What do you think to this one, Tom? Uh yeah, I mean unfortunately the place I watched WrestleMania.
3: No
4: uh well no they had the pre show. It was just they didn't have the network, so um they, they streamed it on YouTube, which led to um some quite pixelated moments in the pre show. Um ah. But what I could see what I could see of this match, you know it was great. But but both lads are great, aren't they? I yeah. love Um I re- I really like Neville. Um since his heel turn, you know he's he's become vicious and you know every, everything a heel should be really. And uh, Austin Aries, I've not I've not seen that much of him, but um, obviously you've probably seen a lot more of him in NXT etc. And uh, I, I believe I believe he, you know, from what I have seen, he is great. And um, yeah, no, it was it was great. And obviously, it, Aries was sort of protected because. Um, Neville won dirty didn't he raked, Yeah, raked his raked his bad eye so to speak, and then Again, hit, the ra- hit, yeah, hit the red. Yeah, hit the red arrow, which was uh, nice to see as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Having pull yeah. out the big guns to finish off exactly. the
0: series. What do you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, uh, I I really enjoyed anything Neville's doing at the minute. I think he's one of the most watchable people they've got on the on any any program. Um, I think he's totally turned his his career around. Um, one that was going absolutely nowhere this time last year to being uh, an absolutely captivating performer. Uh, I love him as a baddie. I think he's absolutely superb. He's got that sort of sneer to him. And the best kind of villain is always the same, whether it's in cinema, whether it's in telly, or whether it's in wrestling. A villain who thinks that they're in the right yep. and thinks that everyone else is wrong for not believing that they're in the right is the best kind, and he's got that down to an absolute uh, absolute T. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was impressed with Ares. I thought when I've seen him in the past, live and, and on telly, I found him to be a bit limited. Um, but this time I thought he was he was absolutely on point. Um, the strategy throughout the, the match was, was, was absolutely superb. Some of the bumps they took as well were eye-watering. Um, You've already mentioned that, that suplex that he landed him on the back of his neck. I was half expecting the referee to throw the cross-up, but it never came. Um, and it finished off with a red arrow. I was uh, delighted to see as well the, the pre-show being well-attended. I, yes. I think it was last year or the year before. There was about 50 people in the old stadium watching the pre-show, and it lent it all a little bit of a sort of, you know, in the indie feel almost like a sort of backstreet match in the fact there was fuck all people there. So I was pleased for the lads who were working that they had uh, a decent crowd on. So yeah, another, another absolute rock solid match. Um, and I'm going to struggle to find that many negatives from the night. This was definitely one, uh, one to look back on fondly for both people and definitely for the fans too. Mm-hmm. I think the mileage in this feud is good. Um, you know, cruiserweights being as they are, um, I know we may be able to talk a little bit about them on 205 this week, but I, I was impressed with, with the, the, um, the fellow. What's he called? Must, is it Mustafa? I've never oh, seen yeah, him before. Right, on yeah. Ro- yeah, I'd never seen him before. I thought he was really impressive too. I really um, hope he's
0: the far... one who beats Neville at the end. I think that'd be great. Yeah,
1: well, they've got real, real sort of matching styles, and um, you know, with everything that they've got going forward. I should think that the the, uh, the Cruiserweights are going to be looking strong, but I would definitely, definitely be looking at a high score,
0: 4.25. Mm, interesting. I'll, I, personally, I'll give this a kind of a 3, I think. No, I maybe mean, 3.5, i be thinking. I think it was kind of all right. It wasn't the big... A lot, the, my only problem with kind of Mania on the whole was that a lot of the matches didn't really kind of feel like big blow-offs. They kind of felt like continuations, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, Wilson, what do you think to this?
2: Yeah, the match did its job. Um, it wasn't spectacular by any means, but it was definitely a good way to uh, get us all pumped up for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. The crowd were into it, which I was surprised about, because, you know, given last year and the year before, the pre-show was just very, very, very great kind game. of... Yeah, so that was good. It was nice to see the Red Arrow again.
3: Mm-hmm. I
2: think... I think um, I was very surprised by Neville winning. I I was... Convinced Austin was winning, but that was good to see because he. Yeah, got not titles
0: on that pre-show, man. Never happening.
2: Yeah, that's that's a good thing as well. Yeah. Um, but I think I think Austin is going to win it in the rematch. Unfortunately, so do I. I think,
0: and I hope I don't want him to.
2: I think he must have Rally he'll have to wait his turn.
0: Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can understand it, but I'd rather I'd rather him lose than Austin fucking turn heel because he's a fucking great heel as well. He's already yeah,
2: a he's... Much in between, but much better as a heel.
0: I'm,
4: I I'm intrigued, I'm intrigued. Uh, ratings, Tom and Tom? Um, I'll give it... Um, uh, um I'll give it 3.5. I feel like... probably been pushed up to a 4. But, um, yeah, while they while did some nice stuff, I feel like being on the pre-show limited it a little bit.
0: Yeah,
2: I agree
0: with you. What do you think, Wolf? Solid, solid 3.5 as well, I agree. Recent, decent. Next up, now this match... Alright, next up, Mordor Raleigh won the Andre the Giant Memorial for an assist from Rob Gronkowski. Now,
4: we don't get
1: hype. I'm who is this because... Gronkowski guy, by the way, boys? Just some I,
4: had, I had no idea who he was. I was, so, awesome. I was so confused. I've I don't think him. anyone in Keller knew who he was.
0: I know him because he's Mordor Raleigh's best mate and he got him into <laughs> American football. And I think he got him into wrestling as well. And obviously, he was American football before he's fucking knee. Oh, wait, they're somewhere. actually mates?
2: So I thought they would, it was just like a celebrity that WWE shoehorned into No, they are the...
0: actually makes me fair. I all right. I like we won, he Can to... we have
1: a big um, a big moment of a, a thank you to the security guard that didn't realise that he was <laughs> part of the show? That was so <laughs> funny. You could see her afterwards, kissing herself. Him. Love it. Absolutely love it.
0: Great. The referee's fucking fuming. But he it it gave it a sense of rea- like reality to me, because it made yeah, it look yeah, like yeah. he'd kind of fought through all the officials to get there. It's pretty good. Absolutely. But... My like gripe with this is that weeks ago, and like literally, kind of six weeks ago, before Braun and all the big stars were announced for this match, I fucking said, I swear down on my fucking grave, I swear down, I said. Mojo um, yeah, I'm, was sh- I'm, win. D- I'm
4: sure. I'm sure you mentioned something about it on the uh, preview. I hope, I, hope I did. I
0: hope that's like historical fact because I fucking knew Mojo was going to win it. I was saying it, get, it did Baron Corbin such a good, like such a good push last year. I think it's going to do the same for Mojo. He's partnering Riders out for a few more. Well, probably half the year injured. And I think he's charismatic. I think kids like him because he's just a fucking buzzing guy. He's qu- He's actually surprisingly. If you actually listen to his interviews and stuff, he's actually a surprisingly articulate, smart guy. He worked on Wall Street before he became a wrestler. I think. I'm not saying he's going to be a massive star anything, but I think he's going to get himself fairly over and be in like the IC card, the, the IC picture by the turn of the year, just like Baron. And fair play to him. It was. It was a weird match. To the Battle Royal, Big Show. And being so unceremoniously dumped out on his last mania was kinda of sad. Braun going straight after was kind of weird. Um but my man Big Damo fucking putting in a shift, getting into the final three, I'm well happy for him, but what did you think to it all
2: Wilson? Um, it was all a bit of a clusterfuck, wasn't it? The moment Big Shaw and Braun went out, I was sense because Marjorie was really shite. Um Trying to think of highlights from the match. Yeah, the, uh, the security guard thing was funny. Um, what else? Yeah, demo was very good. I thought he impressed. The last three was very, very weird. He had Mo- Jinder. Mojo Rawley, Jinder Mahal, and uh, it was Damien, wasn't it? Uh-huh. So, I don't know. Jinder's doing so
0: well for himself. He's getting himself on regular telly matches. You know, he's in one with Sami Zayn on Monday.
4: Yeah.
2: Um,
0: He's he just looks awesome. gross,
2: doesn't he? His body is just really, really gross. His so veins
4: are like rich. just begging to come he, out. He, he definitely needs a random drug test. Oh, um, definitely. <laughs> nothing,
0: nothing libelous on this <laughs> podcast, but uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's quite. the quite the body he's procured in the last couple. months. Let's put it that. Way. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure
4: it's all natural. Um, <laughs> you
3: know. I, I wouldn't
4: say such a thing. Yeah, um, but yeah, like you know, like Wilson said. Um, <laughs> It, it was it was bizarre, really, because um, obviously everyone expected well, not everyone, but you know you'd expect Strowman to do well. Um, I expected Big Show to do quite well as well, um, with it being like his last mania, as you say, and I thought that would probably be the last two. Well, Same the time, last two that,
0: minutes, Braun and Big Show were just fucking eliminating everyone. And I thought that was going to happen for the entirety of the match, and they just got to be fair. It didn't make them look that weak because literally twenty wrestlers. Fucking teamed up to get yeah. rid
2: of them. Yeah,
4: that's true. I mean, but, the I mean, con- considering the Usos are currently SmackDown Tag oh, Team champs Jey Uso, Jey Uso uh, was fifth to be eliminated. Yeah. Um. He's so he was he eliminated. was
0: eliminated. Vard villains. Yeah. I'm like Christ, they didn't go out first. It was Epico who went first. That should have been a. Yeah. I can't but, tell. yeah, Jey Uso
4: went. Jey Uso went before Goldust. Uh, <laughs> both both of the Ascension. Kurt Hawkins, <laughs> our truth. One of the Ford villains. Um, yeah, A- A- in English as well. So uh, you know, Curtis Axel. Uh, so I mean, I-, I-, I don't get it really. Matt, uh, and it was funny because
0: on talking smack this week they came out on I don't know. It, it was funny because fucking one of them said Bullet Club again, and you could see his face <laughs> knowing that he would fucked it. It was so funny. Yeah. But it's like. They were they were complaining about not having anything and not having a title match, and so it's it's good that they're actually addressing it on the show. But it was it was quite depressing to see. And yet, you know, with everything that Raw's got this week, another fucking bullet into the well, head of the SmackDown. I, tag team
4: I, I, I'd heavily imagine we'll get onto this later, but I, I'd imagine a few, at, at least two of the Raw tag teams would go to SmackDown in mm. this uh, in this draft
1: that's coming up.
0: Yeah, we will we'll certainly discuss that. Yeah. Later.
3: Uh,
1: Chris what do you reckon to this uh, big old Battle Royale um, yeah I fucking hate Battle Royales that's my first thing I think they're just a waste of time they're ugly to look at um, and the conclusions are, are more often than not disappointing yeah I mean Big Show going out earlier didn't surprise me quite as much um, as I was watching it you know they're obviously giving the giving the rub to the younger guys and, and that's the way you wanted to go didn't it same with the main event of Wrestlemania that's, not, that's not often the way it goes it's unsatisfying to, to most um, but that's the way they, that's the way they go not really bothered about that Mojo winning. Uh, the, the manner of his victory was fucking irritating. However, um, <laughs> obviously it's like the Ronda Rousey thing last year. It's although Ronda's probably Ronda's a lot more famous. Obviously, it's just giving. Oh no, this guy is. Out. I think
0: this guy's one of the best American footballers ever. To be fair.
1: All right. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Well, well I, I, I I I literally had I'd, I'd, I'd no idea, and I'm still you know largely none the wiser. It's just um, you get on ESPN. It, yeah, of course it is, and and it, it, that is what it is. But I, I'd, I'd rather it didn't call it Andrew the Giant Memorial Trophy and then have a bit of a comedy finish. To Yeah, just, but at least it's the... Just do, just do the something else.
3: Match
1: on yeah, yeah exactly. Look, look, at the end of the day, it's it's, it's pretty inoffensive. Um, a, a guy won that nobody expected to win, so that's always good. Apart Part from, from me, I to...
0: fucking yeah. damn it. I fucking...
1: Did you put it on, on Tom's score sheet?
0: No, I oh. fucking went for Braun because Braun right. right. was in, I thought he was winning, but oh, right. oh, I
1: said it ages right. ago. Well. So... Give over whinging then. Oh, um, what we? <laughs> I don't know what it's going to mean for for Mojo going forward because I'll be honest with you, I've I've seen him on the Breaking Ground program and he, he irritate the tits off me, so I doubt I'll really concentrate that much on his future going forward. Yeah. But you know, a surprise victory. I'm, I'm always up for a surprise victory, so fair play to him.
0: Okay. Next up was Dean Ambrose retaining against Baron Corbin in Death Slot. It was a pretty dull match. It had a nice finish with the reverse on the end of days. Are we asked about talking about it? Should we
4: just move it, on? It was it was it was just, it was a disgusting match. I, I, I don't want to talk about it really. I
1: feel so yeah, sorry absolutely. for Dean. That's all I'm gonna say. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure Chris. Uh, no, yeah. fuck Dean Ambrose. Fuck yeah. him in the face. Shall
2: we move swiftly on? <laughs> yeah, let's boycott this match. Right. <laughs> the opening to
0: WrestleMania was my biggest surprise at WrestleMania and potentially my favourite match. AJ Styles vs Shane McMahon. AJ won, and I was fucking stunned at how good Shane was. Just oh, yeah. technically, just doing weird covers, mat wrestling, submissions, counters, a fucking shooting star, fucking press. Now I've seen the one he did against Kurt Angle a few over a decade ago. Now I imagine. So, I, but I didn't before this. I had no idea he could do it. I had no idea that was coming out. It's fucking surprised me the shit. It was. It was a. It was a really great match, wasn't it, Wilson? Been working with Shane in
2: the run so the match. To get into that, to uh, sort of hold his own with AJ. but yeah, honestly, totally, a lot of stuff in this match really caught me off guard. Uh, the fact that Shane doesn't need to do like some crazy, almost suicidal spot to make a ma- one of his matches memorable is nice.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah, this match was just fantastic. AJ played the um, played the villain really well. Um, a problem though, I have a problem with this match. Okay. The finish when he did the phenomenal forearm. Uh, Shane McMahon turned around too early. Uh, like, he just kind of stared at him as he was coming at him with the forearm. Uh, it was just kind of broke my immersion a little
0: bit. Uh, we can't knock him too much, I think. Yeah, it's, it's weird to me that the kind of the the forearm's kind of being booked stronger than the Stars Clash. And I'll tell you what, when he took that Stars Clash, I thought he was dead at first. Oh, yeah. That was such a dodgy one that wasn't really fully legs in and everything. But AJ's a fucking pro. He could wrestle fucking Dean Ambrose. And he has wrestled Dean Ambrose and made it look very good. I I thought it was just great. it's me so so off guard. Like as you say, Wilson. I mean, ah, shit! It's got an electric shock from a pen. How the fuck do you do that, uh, Chris? What do you reckon to
1: it? Um, yeah, you've you've, you've taken uh, taken the words out of my mouth, boys. It just goes to show you got two people like like Shane and AJ just fully committed, no messing about. Um, know exactly what they're doing and what they need to do, and, and just get on with it. I, I loved it. I loved every second of it. Um, a shout out as well to the sort of scheduling. I didn't expect this, nor the Owens match to be on quite so early. Uh, so that was a ni- that that was a nice surprise. Um, but I love I love Shane. I've always liked What was it? Now? Was it SummerSlam when he fell off the, off the thing with Steve Blackman back in the old days? Survivor Series, SummerSlam, one of the two. That big green S symbol so was one of the two. Um, I've loved him for his, his, his fearlessness, the same thing that everyone loves Shane for. But I was really happy to see that he can he can do what he can do on the map because, you know, it doesn't mark him out as a spot monkey anymore. The boy's got talent, genuine talent, and, and I'm, I'm dead, dead happy for him. Yeah. Um, AJ, AJ, everything's been said about AJ. The guy's an absolute genius. Um, you know, barring Dean Ambrose, I think he could have a good match with anybody, even. Even what he did with Roman Reigns last year, dragging that fucking lump of turd this up, up from His
2: matches
1: with Roman the, Reigns were so good. Oh, they oh, were. Absolutely. So dragging that, that lump of shit up from the absolute doldrums in which he permanently resides to, <laughs> to, to looking moderately, com- moderately competent. And I, I, I just think that the sooner he gets on, on Raw and we get him against not, Seth, the better.
0: Do not put him on Raw. Put Seth on SmackDown. Do not take AJ away from SmackDown. I beg. Of incorrect.
1: In, although, although Nakamura versus... Uh, AJ yeah. gets my juices flowing as well.
0: Certainly so. You've got to watch Wrestle Kingdom 10 if you want to see it in New Oh Japan.
2: yeah, that match was incredible.
1: It uh, depends if it's uh, if JR's calling it. I probably won't bother to be honest.
0: Um, isn't it Kelly, Tony Kelly and Tony Carino and someone Kelly? Oh uh,
4: yeah, yeah, Ke-
1: yeah. Kevin yeah. Kelly. Yeah. That's the one. Kevin uh, Kelly. I'm pretty sure they did K. It
0: the English. Uh, Tom, what do you
4: think to this opener? Yeah, it was it was it was a great opener, wasn't it? I was like, like we've all said, I was surprised how good Shane Shane Mac was, because um, obviously when the match was announced, as just a normal singles match. I'm pretty sure everyone was quite dubious that he wouldn't be able to do sort of any um, oh, big spots spots outside of the ring or uh, any like no DQ stuff. So I mean, it was refreshing to see how good he actually was in the ring. Um, I mean, he, he, his punches are terrible, but I'll, 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 yeah, but, but I'll, I'll allow him. I'll allow him that because you know he uh, pulled. Watch he pulled out a the That's yeah. how you throw a fake punch. Watch, yeah,
0: the audio.
4: But, study. Yeah, but like 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 has been said, it was brilliant. Um, wasn't sure about him kicking out of the Styles Clash. Um, mate, mate, I feel like that makes the move look quite weak. That a non wrestler kicks out yeah. of it, but. Um, Aside from that, that's sort of my only sort of downfall at the match.
1: Has um, the Styles Clash ever been... It's not been put over strong at all since he moved over. I know, think the, know, the only but...
2: person he's pinned with it is Curtis Axel.
1: Yeah, before the he came over, the, the sort of... Um, the damage it's done worldwide, I can see why they haven't made it the ultimate sort of finisher, but I think that was a Mr. Trick. It's like... Well, I guess not like the Tombstone, because every is kicked out of that. But to have a finisher these days that's truly devastating would be different... Um, but yeah, apart from that jumping to open twice. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, I, I I like the styles clash as well because it sort of the way he lands it, he's it, he rolls them over and he's basically pinning them already. Yeah. Um so I really like that about it. Um but it were a bit of a, it was sort of a bit of a rush styles clash anyway. And um, it
1: was a kind
0: of a not a full one. If you
1: can. Yeah, I like that I like that aspect of it yeah. when he sort of does it on this bit it it puts my heart in my mouth absolutely oh, about I what I thought it was dead. I like what, what oh shit. He's not but well, there, there, so... there was that
4: time Ellsworth almost landed on his head, hey, weren't there? Uh, uh,
1: so, <laughs> so, but I, I, I love that element of it. But at the same time, it's hard to watch.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It really is. The but as, as has been said, AJ Styles is the absolute best yeah. in the world. And, um, you know,
0: mm-hmm. the match made me kind of think that Shane's kind of been wasted as this kind of thrill seeker who can only jump off tall things because he is fairly alright wrestler. I mean, he's not anything special, right? He's not AJ, maybe only AJ made him look as good as he was, but he was pretty, fairly well-competent, and I wouldn't be adverse to seeing him wrestle again when it comes, because he's clearly a big draw, he's clearly everyone loves him, and I, I wouldn't... Now that he's proved that he can actually go and actually properly, I wouldn't be adverse at all to him doing more in the coming months. Um, what we all say in first rating-wise, I'm going to go i f- will say f- f- 4.25. I'll, I'll go there. What do you think, Wilson?
2: Um, I think this was similar to what I gave the first NXT takeover match. I think this was just a really good way to fire people up for the yeah. show. And uh, I'll give it
4: a 3.5. Uh,
0: Chris?
1: Yep. Four on the nose.
0: And Tom?
4: Yeah, I give it a four.
0: Next up was Kevin Owens winning the United States Championship against Chris Jericho. Now... I know what you're saying about the book um, kind of the scheduling, Chris, of the first match. I thought that was a really nice surprise, a great opener. But this I felt this would have benefited from becoming a little later. It kind of felt a bit rushed, especially I, it didn't and they are gonna fight each other again at the next pay-per-view payback, so that'll hopefully so Jericho's sticking around, it's gonna be in it's gonna be a really nice to send off for him. This kind of wasn't the blowout I was expecting. It was good, I mean Jericho's entrance, we got the fucking countdown and a massive oh, rest of Jericho happy he had a glowing scarf he looked the absolute fucking g it's great the match though wasn't wasn't my favorite it was still great i mean Jer- jericho did some good stuff and the stuff about trying to hit the lion the lion salt was great um all, it started off really quickly i think there was jericho within a minute so it was it wasn't bad but i feel like it was cut a little short just i felt just as it was about to get going it kind of finished um what do you think chris
1: um, yeah, I disagree about the match. I thought the match had me had me invested from start to finish. Um, I'm glad Jericho got the introduction that he deserved as well on that massive stage. I, again, I was surprised it didn't pay off completely because I thought he would have been on his way. Um, I don't know if it really needs another match. To be honest with you, I think this one's run its course. Um, i take it
0: though. Four more weeks of Jericho. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. Correct. I absolutely, fully agree. From from my own, you know, selfish point of view, bring it on as, as often as possible. But I was surprised mm. when we. A general sort of booking standpoint, if I can, if I can say that. Um, Owens can. Owens just goes from strength to strength. I think similar to AJ, it's very difficult to think of a bad match that he's had with anybody. He's so talented, and it's it's always a surprise to me, given the way he looks, that that he can do what he can do, and he's yeah. so consistent. The man, the man's an absolute workhorse. Um, but yeah, again, I loved everything about this particular one. I, I don't care about the scheduling quite so much as you. Um, I was glad to see it on that early because I think sometimes in big shows like this with 14 matches or whatever it was, sometimes things can get lost in the crowd. So to to have things earlier on a little bit helps it stand out. So I was was up for that most definitely. Uh, The win for Kevin Owens wasn't a surprise. Uh, The manner in which he won as well wasn't a surprise. It allows them to carry on the feud as we saw the following Monday night. So yeah, I'll stick with a four on this one. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, Tom, what did you think?
4: Um, Yeah, I think uh sto- I, I was more invested in the story itself rather than the actual in ring um mm-hmm. so the in ring actually I'm not taking anything away from the match um because you know it was it was a good match um I think it, I think it could have been better yeah I, um I
0: think the payback but, match will be the one that's great yeah, I think that'll be the yeah. one I remember
4: well you got you got to think the the big like the big um the big zane owens match last year was a battleground or some yeah, rubbish yeah, pay-per-view sorry. so um yeah i think the payback one might might be the one and um you know but i i, I did like the match you know it was um i was i it, it, it would have been hard to make it a bad match because these two have such good chemistry and um you know it's, it's such a great story and, that rope break that Kevin Owens got oh, with with the yeah. finger on the rope, so <laughs> absolutely, <beautiful>. absolutely <laughs> glorious. Um, what I loved about
0: it was it was a callback to kind of the creation of Kevin. Painting, yeah, 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 yeah. Little... I didn't even
4: I didn't even think about that to be honest, but yeah, now you've said it, and um, that's that makes it even more brilliant. And there's there's a lot to be said for having a massive uh, list of Jericho on the stage okay. as um, as Jericho's coming out. So like, yeah, that that was brilliant, and um, I'll probably give it. Uh, i'll give it i'll give it 3.5 um Man, but it's very
1: harsh very harsh tonight yeah i was gonna give very it three
0: i feel like it could have been a lot better i feel like it was just cut a too short i'll, I'll go 3.25 for me but i feel like this could have been a lot but i'm not down on it i enjoyed the hell out of it hell out of it while i was watching it but when it was finished i was like oh is that it um, what did you think wilson
2: yeah um i, I thought this was fantastic um, Owens and Jericho are two of only a handful of people on the planet who could have made this work mm-hmm. because the the actual action itself wasn't too much to write home about but the things they were the little things they did during the match they didn't go out there with the express intent of trying to have like a five star match um, they were going out there to show that this is a story that's been building up for nine months and we're going to showcase it on the biggest stage in the biggest fucking way possible mm-hmm. and they really really did that um yeah so yeah, I just wish it was a bit longer but yeah. yeah, like you said, I think the match at Payback will be the big blow-off that we'll all be probably remembering more than this match
0: It's definitely been WWE's best storyline and it's the oh, best definitely. example I've ever seen of like long form like, this has been going on for so long You remember the, the, the Jerry KO then the break-up, it's been going on for ages and it's been so good And I really do hope that at Payback we do get the proper blow-off match that this, that this feud rightfully deserves Next up Bailey retained her women's championship match uh, against Nia Jax, Charlotte and Sasha. They were pinned in that order. I liked what they did with Nia Jax. I thought she still looked strong. They all had to team up and get to beat her. um, There was a few good spots there, especially with the she-old powerbomb. It was all pretty good. My only issue with this match, and it isn't the problem with the match itself, is that the booking leading up to it has just been fucking appalling. The fact that they could have had Charlotte retain her streak at fast playing, keep locking strong, Held the belt for a longer, give the belt legitimacy, and then have Daly win it against all the odds, would have been such a better moment, it would have been, uh, just better, just objectively fucking better, people would have been, a lot more into it, people would have been, cheering and celebrating, instead, it was just meh, alright, sweet, she's returned, good, I suppose, but it's, it's just, this just bewilders me, it could have been, it could have been so much better, than it was, What couldn't it, uh, Tom?
4: Yeah, you've absolutely hit the nail on the head there, Don. Um, for the reasons you've mentioned, um, I, I was slightly disappointed in the match. Like, there was some good stuff. Um, I was surprised they put Bailey over again. Um, because ju- just just for the fact that it emphasises how stupid it is that they haven't waited until WrestleMania mm-hmm. to crown a champion. And it just all seems a bit pointless. Um, obviously... Um, uh, yeah, the Nia jack sort of stuff, uh, they all had to sort of gang up to get her out, which was nice, keeps her looking quite strong, um, and then, I can't remember that much of the match, I just remember Bailey finished it with a um, sort of a macho, macho man, man yeah. elbow, didn't she, which was...
0: Uh, See, and just imagine you know. how much better that would have been if it was like the coronation moment, WrestleMania, big crowd, big big match feel, so she finally overcomes all the odds to get it, and yeah, instead yeah. it just felt so plain, and the worst thing is... Battle um sorry, uh, backlash is in her own town of San Jose, California which just means you know she's gonna fucking lose the belt there. It's just oh WWE, why do you have to Sometimes you get it so so right and then other times you get it so so wrong, don't they, Chris?
1: Yeah, um it's just it just what was the point? really, of just doing it all in, in this manner. I'm, I'm concerned about the deeply racist way in which Nia Jax has been treated as well. I'm positive it's because she's a Samoan lady that she gets treated horrifically by the white government of Donald Trump and Vince, Vince McMahon in, in worms, combination. Yeah, it is an absolute kind is of level we should be going to on this podcast. <laughs>
0: it's not. It truly isn't.
1: It truly isn't. It truly isn't. Um, well, the match itself, I can remember very, very little of it. It was so unbelievably <laughs> forgettable. Um, yeah, barely winning in the end. It, it, that was probably the last thing I expected. In fairness, mm. um, so yeah, I suppose given the surprises that we had, excuse me, and the surprises that we've got going forward, I should maybe think that that's uh, that's par for the course. But it just left me feeling a bit frustrated and I don't really see where it's going to go. We've got to wait a bit longer for the inevitable Sasha turn. And when it comes, will anybody really be that bothered given that they've teased it for too, for that long? I think sometimes you can tease a turn or you can tease a break-up in a partnership for too long. And I think we're at risk, very much at risk of that happening well, here. Well,
4: I, th- I think it's um, Raw having an uneven number of um, heels and faces in the women division now, yeah. um, especially now Emma's back. As well, mm-hmm. um, and we'll we'll get onto that later because you know all the women were involved in the match. But when you when you're having to have sort of Dana Brooke as a phase of the women's division, yeah, um, you know, I, I think, I uh, think the there'll be some changes. There'll be a big shake up, I think, uh, next week in regards to that.
3: Yeah,
0: hundred
2: percent. Wilson, what did you think to this? Um, I think I I was getting quite tanked at this point in the show, so I wasn't really like you know. Frustrated by this, the only thing I can I really I really took away from this match is that Charlotte is the only legitimate star in the Raw Women's Division.
1: In my opinion,
2: I don't know what, what do you mean by star.
1: She's, she's brilliant. She, she's she had good at everything. A, she, had
2: just, she had such a presence about her when she made her entrance. Do you mm-hmm. mean like actually good wrestler or open? Both Honestly, I think she's easily the best woman WWE have
0: ever had. I think she's better. than' between her and Oscar really. I think she's absolutely brilliant. Her fucking corkscrew, whatever it fucking was, off the top rope. Well, it, it, it it was it was,
4: ve- it was very similar to a Red Arrow, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it was, the move she hit.
0: It was great,
2: and um, yeah, C- continue, Wilson. Um, the thing you were saying about Sasha Banks potentially um, <laughs> overrunning the, her window of opportunity to turn heel. I think she's past it at this point. I think they've been teasing it for too long. Mm-hmm. I think people have mm-hmm. stopped scaring about the possibility of her turning heel, especially when people have seen it done so well. For. Exactly. She should have turned heel at WrestleMania easily, in yeah.
0: my opinion. Well, well, we, we all seemed pretty down on this match, and uh, it was all right watching it. But when you think about the booking, it's just a bit of a damp squib. But that doesn't matter because we we got quite we got quite the we got quite the good stuff next. So it's the Raw Tag Team Championship match, and you know, the, oh yeah, oh we're not doing ratings
2: week? for the last match.
0: Uh, oh, good point. I'll say two point five. Anyone else?
2: I'll awesome.
4: give it a two. I'll, I'll give it a two. Tom? Um, yeah, it, 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 it was quite flat. I'll probably give it a two, actually. Chris? Nah, one. It's <laughs> shit. out <laughs> of
0: nowhere. So, the club, Cesaro and Sheamus, and Enzo and Casser on the ring, went out of nowhere. New Day's music hits, and they're... They're dressed for a scrap, ring gear on, and they announced as the hosts of WrestleMania. Which, by the way, good job in host WrestleMania. They weren't in the way at all. Very pleasant, good stuff. They announced that it was going to be a fatal four-way, and they teased it. They teased like it was going to be them in the match, but then it hit. The motherfucking Hardys oh. are back, and ah, I was so I was I was popping like a motherfucker. I don't even care. It was amazing. Matt's kind of in a limbo between doing extreme Matt and broken mat at the minute which I find hilarious it's so funny and everything about this match was just took me back to being 10 years old again Chris
1: yeah I, I felt I felt exactly the same I was I was watching I watched the first half of the show in my living room and the second half of the show I watched it uh, upstairs and, and I was sat on my bed in front of the telly like an absolute child jumping up and down trying to keep quiet not to wake anybody but if I've ever marked out in my life that was a pure moment of absolute joy it's, uh, hearing that music pop everyone know what was coming yet at the same time be be unsure if they were really seeing what they were seeing with their just, own it eyes euphoric. it was I have watched, there's a video I, tweet, I retweeted it, a video of someone in the crowd at that exact minute and I must have watched that at least a dozen times over the course of the last two or three days when I've been at work and I've been a bit fed up or a bit, bit miserable or whatever I've just popped that video on and it just makes me just makes me smile um, oh, was so cool. i was also p- pleased pleased at my prediction that they would come back as they're uh, you know closer to being the extreme hardies, yeah, as opposed to the broken hard i in, think that it? that's obviously that's obviously a condition of this court case that's ongoing at the minute
3: yeah
1: um, matt Hardy's still tweeting sort of kind of in character a little bit um, he's definitely
0: starting to delete chance
1: yeah yeah, yeah well really- there's no there's no there's no getting away from them they're they're, they're not going Anywhere, and the sooner they get this lawsuit sorted, they can embrace it fully. The better and I think they, I think they will. Um, but the response that they got from the crowd was was everything I hoped it would be. And, and as soon as they came back on, it was obvious they were going to win. And, and I couldn't think of a better team to win. So uh, a, a highly nostalgic four point five stars on this one for me. Oh
0: yeah, I'm right there with you. It's great. I think the match itself was pretty good as well. I mean, Chima and Cesaro did um, some good stuff. I loved their kind of spin and battering ram combo, which went to 30, um, I think maybe like 27, because I was actually counting, because it was mad, um, obviously Jeff going Swantoning through the ladder was amazing, oh, everything, I oh, was saying, speaking of swantons, Kevin owns is swanton bomb, that was fucking great as well, um, oh, everything, I mean, oh, the club, I feel sorry for him, but I'm, they weren't even on Raw on Monday, I don't think. Hopefully, they get something good to do. Hopefully, after the brand week, after the brand shift, they go to SmackDown. We get some too sweet club action. That'd be nice. <clears throat> um, I mean, Enzo and Cast they did really as well. Well, as well, I loved the bit when Enzo got thrown over the gap of the ladders. Um, Enzo getting piggybacked up the ladder was really fun, and it was yeah, just a great one of the best WrestleMania moments ever. Tom.
4: Yeah, I mean the. Um Sort of the pop in beer Keller when um, the Hardy's music oh, hit was. I wish I was there was so much. Yeah, no, it was it was it was something else. Like, um, and obviously, as someone who's only got into wrestling in the last you know year, um, essentially, I, I didn't really watch the Hardys growing up or anything. But obviously, I've I've seen the whole sort of um, the broken personas that they've become over this last year. So to see them in the WWE now is great, even though you know they're not. Fully in them characters at the moment. Um, it, it's, it's still brilliant to see, and um, yeah, you mentioned it there. The the Cesaro and Chamber spot was fun. I re- I really enjoy them too. Actually, as a tag oh, their entrance was
0: uh, great as well.
4: Yeah, um, I I actually really enjoy them as a tag team, and um, it's a shame that on Jeff's spot because I did really enjoy Jeff's spot, but it was a shame that um. Sheamus' ladder didn't break as yeah, well. Uh, but, cause I, I think it was meant to, but then obviously Sheamus just had to sort of roll off the edge of it, um, yeah. which was quite funny. But um, no, like you say, they were obvious winners, and um, the tag division just got some uh, real star power now as well, which is going to only be a good thing.
0: Big time, <laughs> not to mention what happened on Monday as well. I think the, the possibilities there now are amazing. I think oh, the twists of fate, just flashbacks all the time. Ah, Wilson, it was great, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, I went ballistic when their music hit. Yeah. Um, I just want to give some credit to the New Day as well, because they played their fucking part in that. They worked. They worked me so badly into thinking it was them who was entering the match. they did
0: the dance when the music hit. Yeah. My only problem with the
2: entrance was that the
0: camera kept cutting to the audience. I don't mind it at once, fine, but fucking let me look at them, you bastards. Yeah, that's true.
2: Um, I'll tell you what, doesn't Michael
0: call fucking rehearse that are you kidding me line it's like come on mate when
2: fucking... he said um things were about to get broken, i was... thought that was a really good call by him well that it was felt great organic. i'll give him props for that and it balances itself out with the
0: cons but say something else other than are you kidding me michael come on mate.
2: yeah <laughs> oh my It <Like, laughs> just doesn't change the team does he no, no i yeah. think
4: i think i think the comment the commentary on a whole um in, in general, it's it's very predictable, in it, a lot of the time. Like, well, it's good um, at the minute,
0: because Corey Graves like, is brilliant and Tom Phillips But yeah, is I mean, well.
4: every every single... We were laughing about this in uh, Beer Color. We sort of had a bet on for how long it'd be into the autumn match before uh, JBL would be like, Vintage Orton! Uh, it's it's, it's <laughs> literally lit lit every week. No, it's when he did the um, The DDT, the DDT yep. yeah. He did it on
3: and then, uh, well. and then
4: And then before he the RKO... He's going to that place. He's gonna. He's hearing them voices. Um, he's
0: hearing voices.
4: Yeah, yeah. Every, every single fucking
1: JBL. What yeah, an absolute ball blanker. game!
3: God. I love it. Ball
4: game. Yeah. Um, like you say, the commentary. Yeah, the
1: fireflies. Man.
3: <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> I love like, JBL's I kind of scared up,
4: voice. But we'll we'll get onto that that horror show of the match later. Oh, we sure
2: NBA will. Well. Sorry, Wilson. Please continue. No, those those were all good points that you made. Um, yeah, the match itself was really fun. But I, honestly, I, I didn't pay too much attention to that because so I was still geeking out over uh, the Hardys returning. Yeah,
0: great moment. And we'll talk more. I think we'll talk more about the Hardys themselves when we get to RAW, after, on, Raw on Monday. But ah, great, just ah, brilliant. I was so so happy. Just my childhood rushing back. And then at the end of the show, it died. Um, <laughs> next up was Bella and Cena defeating Miz and Maurice. This was a fun match watching Miz. Being so over was fucking amazing. He loved it. They should have won. They should, like Miz dominated for basically six minutes. And then they did double team. And then that was over. Miz did fuck all, unfortunately. But it was pretty... I think the match itself kind of too short. I think it was only like eight minutes. And then Cena, as Chris says, Cena wins, lol. And uh, they shouldn't have won. Because, no, they're gone. They had their moment after the match, which was lovely. And the, the women's streaking was... Fucking brilliant, but Miz and Marie should have won because they're now sticking around. Looks like Miz is going to be in a feud with Shinsuke for a bit, which I can't wait for. And they should have—they should have been given the rub, but alas, they weren't. Chris.
1: Yeah, I enjoyed this through the, the sort of spectrum of watching my missus, who's a firm total Divas fan, yeah. um, deliberately made made me wake up wake her up for this match, um, and she absolutely loved the bones, of maybe, purely for the soap opera element of it too, which we all saw coming. Um, which is my abiding memory. It was a bit of a fluff match. You know, the, the, the payoff not really bothered, as we saw on the uh, tonight, last night's SmackDown. It's not necessarily the end of the, the 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 ribbon. It might be the end of the face-to-face stuff, but there's still a bit of mileage left in that. I think. Yeah, and uh, yes, it's it a shame that the Miz didn't get the the victory done. Um, but ultimately, I think he's come out of this looking so good, and, yes. and so is Maurice. She's she's an absolute sensation. Much as
0: me, and actually went into the women's division a little bit. Doing the odd match here and there,
1: possibly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, potentially. She's got that uh, that in her past, hasn't she? And I remember when she was on it first time around She was she was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have, to, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I think there's there's potential for these those two to come forward. I think Nikki Bella. Yeah, I think that's probably a time more or less done now. I would yeah. expect um, Johnny C. Obviously, he's he's not going anywhere. He'll do his whatever he's doing and, and come back as he, as he ever was. Um, a few months off. Yeah, let him get on with it, but. Uh, who he gets when he comes back will be interesting. I don't yeah. see Shinsuke and, and Miz going together. I think that interruption was just that, just an interruption. Well, I it was kind of yeah.
0: good because Seen I think Miz said something like, "There's no more John Cena or anything like that, or there'll never be John Cena again." And then Nakamura came out. It's like, "Bitch, yeah, big boys here."
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I, I don't necessarily see them being a natural fit together, but you know, given the improvements that Miz has made in Miz the last few months, Miz can get
0: people over, and I know Nakamura it, it,
1: he can, it but sense. I wonder whether Nakamura's lack, lack of sort of mic presence at the minute in time, or at least that bit, the, the, the lack thing. of mic. Yeah, exactly. That sort of verbal sparring back and forth was what made that scene and Miz rivalry more than the physicality did. Yeah, you are So, right. I, I'm, I struggle to think of his, his natural uh, comparable might be. It might be somebody moving over from Raw, I'm not sure. Um, but this match, it was okay. He gets two and a half out of me. It was something and nothing. Um, it just served to serve the purpose, really, didn't it? in terms of the... Uh, the proposal at the end.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And I would say it doesn't. I don't think it hurts Miz that much because, on m- m- the by and the by, many results don't really matter. Like we saw that with when Shane lost to Undertaker, he still became general manager. Like them, sort of matches you can kind of delete the kind of for the wider audience rather than the week to week watchers. What did you think, Wilson?
2: Um, the match itself doesn't really do much for me. It was basically just Miz versus John Cena with. Um, Maurice and Nikki Bella managing them and occasionally getting involved um, yeah but yeah I think they just rushed through the match lad, to get to their proposal Yeah. and um, what do you lads think about the proposal because I saw a lot of people was, kind of shitting on it
0: I really loved it and I liked how everyone was into it and they cheered it but the story was really fucking weird
4: it was I yeah, a bit creepy wasn't it but
1: that's probably not the only thing he did when she was unconscious if right. you ask right. me God. <laughs> right. uh, I
4: don't K- think we can say that K K Fame's absolutely dead as well, isn't it? Because um, he he used a, he used a full real name, yeah, uh, which
0: is fair enough. Like.
4: Which is fair enough, you know. Um, the kids would probably be confused, like you know who's who's this person. But uh, <laughs> you know, it, it was fair enough. She's, um, I mean, I, I was really hoping for the heel turn where you know he re- he refused to propose or she said no or, yeah. um, but, but but yeah. <laughs>
0: but at this <laughs> Just, point, you know, I've got one question: Can you see me? Fucking AA. yeah.
4: But at this point, you know, if you if you don't think Miz is the absolute goat, then ah, you, you, you're just wrong, aren't you? If you if you don't think that's the case, um, the guy is phenomenal. Um, uh, it's it's an, it's I, I have no idea why they didn't win this match, him and Maurice. Um, it didn't make any sense to me because you know John was having his moment anyway. Yeah, um, yeah, it would have been nice to put Miz over um, the sort of. The ending was quite. I, 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 I think that's quite contrived. This sort We've of seen it. All, Twice yeah, already as well. yeah. See it on SmackDown. Um, so, yeah, it just wasn't. Uh, the match fell a bit flat, um, but I suppose you've got to have something like that in there, aren't you, for the uh, for certain members yeah, of the crowd. Something
0: for everyone in the show, and I think that's why yeah. I remember just one of the best in a long time. Next up, Seth Rollins defeated Triple H. Stephanie McMahon got nudged for a table. She got her comeuppance, kind of. I thought the entrance in this weren't quite as um, over-the-top as last time with Triple H, but it I enjoyed make,
1: it. it. It just didn't make sense whatsoever. Did well, it I didn't like right? the, are sirens on the, that? Motorbi-
0: on the Nah,
1: on the are you saying that he's, he's protected by the police? What? What? I don't quite understand what they were trying to do with that.
0: I thought his bike was dapper and Stephanie like an absolute boss. I mean, they shouldn't have had the police motorbikes. They should have yeah, just boys. had him on his big no. trike. But it was pretty badass all the same. Bre- uh, Seth Rollins' entrance was really good as well, kind of passing the torch imagery and setting the place on fire type thing. How they didn't have like pyrotechnics on the ring when the fire reached there, I'll never know. But, by the by, I thought this was a good match. I told a good story about the knee. I was expecting interferences. It was kind of sad we didn't get them. But apart from that, it was, it was alright, wasn't it, Wilson?
2: This is how this match is... Rude versus Nakamura done right, in my opinion. Yeah. Because they told the story of rollins knee throughout the whole thing. They told a good story during the match. There was good action. That These two actually have chemistry together. And yeah, I think this was a really good match. I think people were being unfair on it because it's raw. Because raw is the cool thing to hit at the minute. And I thought this was fantastic. Right. Um, I really mean, enjoyed it. I don't. I couldn't tell you much in the way of like play by play of what actually yeah. happened because at this point in the night I was fucking you know like yeah, it got long, didn't it.
0: Yeah, I I enjoyed it. I think my favorite bit was kind of Hunter letting go of a submission to pick up a fucking sledgehammer and look at it lovingly. That was really oh, yeah. nice. I, don't know. I mean, it, it was it was good for it, Chris.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've I've been a bit underwhelmed by Rollins since he came back. um... The storytelling of it's been great, but obviously his in-ring stuff's so always been a bit restrained. And I maybe even going up, going back to his his first return from the knee injury, where he's not quite hit the heights yet, in my opinion. And this was definitely a return, a return close to that, um, because I think on form he's one of the best ones to watch, and he can lift anybody else with him at the same time. Triple H did what he does, what he always does. You know, it, it, it is fantastic. Obviously, one of the, one of the best ever.
0: Do you know he's got the, the most good. losses at WrestleMania ever? No? I was
1: just about to say I I can barely, apart from when he the, the ridiculous uh, victory over Sting, I, know, I what, can what? barely I can barely remember the last the last time he won it on the big ones. He's always doing the job for someone else, which just goes to show the the sort of a- attitude that the man's got. He, he puts himself in these situations uh, not for his own personal benefit. Obviously, the, the the payday the payday's there and the glory's there, but not not for the W at the end of the day. But this match, yeah, you know, I, I was flagging as well at that point. So in terms of, of, of high spots and so on, I'm, I'm struggling to recall too many. But I enjoyed every element of it. I enjoyed the, the story they told. I enjoyed the way it went. Glad Rollins got the victory because that allows him to move on, hopefully to uh, to face someone like Finn or AJ, given how, how things may may progress. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's definitely going through a table. I always enjoy seeing the baddies get to come up and see yeah. if it's as... Someone is is absolutely superb. Uh, everything as Stephanie is. Mm-hmm. So yeah, absolutely rock solid. Well, uh, four stars, mate. Four you stars. Say about
0: moving on? It's weird on for me because again, I don't feel like it was the ultimate blow off. I mean, it was it was because Seth finally slayed the king. Whatever. Hopefully, he'll stop using the pedigree now and maybe use a
1: Phoenix Splash or something. But um, I was expecting a new finish. I was. That was coming.
4: I was very happy to see the Phoenix splash. Um, it looked it looked phenomenal mm-hmm. um, when he pulled that out. And my mate, I'm not sure how true this is, but he did have a very long injury layoff, didn't he? Yeah. And my my mates convinced that that's the first Phoenix splash he's hit since the 2015 Rumble. Um, really? I'm... I think I think he's right there. Yeah. Uh, because obviously he had he had the bad injury, and he's since he's come back. I think he's been sort of not too keen about hitting too many high-risk moves, so it was nice, you know, that he pulled that out. Well, hopefully that'll and,
0: be his uh, finisher going forward. Yeah, I, I think
4: I think Seth Rollins does an absolutely shocking pedigree, to be honest, anyway.
3: Yeah,
4: he does. Um, um. So, and it's, it's probably because he's, like, quite a small guy, um, mm-hmm. so it doesn't have the same so sort of gravitas it as when Triple H hits it, but... Um, the match as a whole, it was it was a very long match. I seem to remember that being my main sort of takeaway. Yeah, I think it was over sort of twenty. It was twenty. Surprising, that wasn't a very surprising. Wow. Yeah, um, it was the longest match of the night, and um, even longer than Range Taker, And yeah, I, I remember thinking because, like, like we've all said, you know, it was late in the night. It was about you know it was about three o'clock in the morning. Um, and it it was very long, but you know it was it was good. Um, and yeah, that's that's about it. Really. Mm-hmm. I can't, like like you've all said, I can't remember too many spots. Well, the Phoenix Splash was nice. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie going through the table was hilarious. Um, and obviously, the right man won, even though mm-hmm. I I as a pick Triple H. Yeah, I
0: do I do hope this isn't kind of the end of the feud at all. Obviously, Rollins is the big win now. Hopefully, he can kind of push on. But I hope Hunter doesn't disappear for a big spell now, because I think. They're still having the Hunter group of NXT Destroyers could still have legs. Obviously, Owens and Tri- and Samoa Joe still teamed up on Monday, and I do think we could have some some legs there with that sort of thing. Hunter getting a group of Destroyers to get fuck, you know to fuck up Rollins, and then maybe we have a big tag team match or something along those lines, and. My, yeah, my only disappointment in this match really was that there was no interferences because I kind of had my headset on them happening. Not my, not the matches. Yeah, that was very highest. weird
2: how there was no interferences. Especially that because they built it record.
0: so much. You know, Joe wasn't in the battle royal or anything like that. So they kind of built it so much to have <clears> interferences <throat> happening. I thought one would happen at least. But alas not, and we move on to, I think we'll all agree, the worst match of the night. And that was Randy Orton beating the, winning the WWE Championship versus Bray Wyatt. This feud has gone fucking dead now. It was great like up until the point when he burnt the house down. Everything since that has just been a clusterfuck. Bray's first reign had so much potential to be brilliant. And they just do not know how to book Bray Wyatt. It's his fourth WrestleMania loss in a row. And obviously being embarrassed by The Rock last year as well. And it's just... It's a fucking travesty, isn't it,
2: Wilson? It is. Um, this pretty much went the way I said it would do on the previous show. R- <laughs> routine went for Randy Orton. Gray Wyatt never wins the big Wolf match, and yeah, and we'll get to it when we talk about SmackDown. But Bray's just gone back to his old self. He's a main event jobber, isn't he? At the yeah,
0: end of the day. And it's so sad because he'd be so much more. I remember his his first promo. and I think I said this on last week's show. This first promo after winning the belt, saying that I've got the whole world in my hands, and everyone's cheering him. Like it felt like something, the beginning of something really special. It does. And it's just been. So, and it's just it must hurt him so much. Like as in. In the like this, the pecking order because his first run has been such a dud has been just a way to appease Randy for getting his fucking head busted open, Chris.
1: Yeah, um it, I really didn't see it changing hands, and I was so surprised. And the fact it ended on such an absolute, like what the fuck, sort literally an Yeah, which you know, great, yeah, fantastic. It's you know, it's on a t-shirt, and we've seen it ten thousand times. Does it does it need to be done again? I'm not sure it does, and. Does he deserve to get the title back? I don't think Randy orton has got any he's relevant these days. I think he's just you know a talented fellow who's got the most interesting thing about him is the fact that he came with the Wyatts for a few months yeah. and that's the that's the best thing that's happened to him for ten years I, I just I just I don't think get it didn't make sense to me um I thought that he might do a quick turnover as well tonight last night on on Smackdown and a bit changed back, but no looks like we're we're back in the sort of era of, of moderately long term sort of title runs of of months at a time. Which is just it bores me to be honest with yeah. you. And Orton's Orton's predictable, like Tom talking about the beer keller taking the piss out of um, the commentary. Well, that's because his his matches are so formulaic. You know exactly what's going to come. It's going to be the the DDT. It's going to be the arc out of nowhere. It's just boring. The, pump, the whole thing is boring. Happen again? Yeah, uh, of course it's it's boring as fuck. And there's just it just didn't need to happen. It, it didn't benefit Orton. Or you know he's a twelve time champ or whatever he was. 14, yeah. That is. now that's exactly what his character has been for the longest time why push um, someone as talented and someone as over as white back down for the sake of giving a a bit of a shine to a fellow that's been around for 15 years anyway it it just doesn't make sense it smacks the short term isn't to me big time unless they're going to flip the title from week to week to week which obviously they haven't got the appetite to do it seems now then the whole title change doesn't doesn't compute for me whatsoever yeah big time Um, I enjoyed the elements where you know the magic powers came in with all the the, the bumblebees and all that shit. I enjoyed
4: but it what, at the time, but it the, just made Bray look stupid. I, 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 the, I, I didn't enjoy that. It reminded me of the, um, you know, the tunnel in Willy Wonka's chocolate factory when he's uh, <laughs> when he's he's, he's, he's taking him through that and he's just got that all. But he knows which
1: nobody knows which way it goes. Yeah yeah I, I get that completely I, I enjoyed it for the fact that it was something unexpected The fact it was something new um but for then that to become completely pointless and redundant then yeah, exactly. you know if you, do you do that you have to win. of course you do exactly you know you can't have your fancy magic eye uh, wind spray and then not use it you know the it, the whole thing just, just was a missed opportunity and it left me very uh very ambivalent about the show. To be honest yeah. with you, in, in general, it, it, it was quite deflating. I thought
0: it was 100. It was just such a dud. I think you know we'd. I feel like the ladder match with the Hardys should have been later because after that massive elation, it kind of everything kind of went slowly down from there, and it kind of peaked the crowd and it certainly piqued me. And I feel this match was kind of if if the, like from the Hardys, the balloon was slowly getting air out of it. Um, that match was the needle that was popped. It now the next match um, was brilliant, but this it was just a fucking dud and easily the worst of the night. And I'd literally give it
2: one is being generous. I'd say. To... Uh, I think you're to be. In, I think you're being harsh there. I think it was. Um, I'd probably give it like a two point five in the on the green light.
0: Really? There. Wow, I'm surprised. Yeah. I think it just the stuff was cool,
2: the gimmicky stuff, but he made Bray look like a fucking idiot and he didn't win. And the, the, my problem with the match is it wasn't a bad match, but it wasn't a main match.
0: No, it wasn't. No. It
2: was. So, I think it was like eight minutes, and like it's
0: the title. It's the fucking. Yeah. It's meant to be the biggest title. It's yeah, you know
4: it, If that match had been at the end of SmackDown, it'd be it, you know we'd be yeah. talking about it in a much different light. But it's WrestleMania, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah, and this was yeah, meant that's to the trouble
1: with the, the, brand, the brand split. I think the yeah the brand split. In an overall sense, devalues each in each individual main title because it doesn't. Yeah, well, fair enough. It's the main title, but it's not the title. And I still think they should do. They should unify one title and, and have a meeting at the pay per view of the both uh, both brands champion to pr- to crown like a almost like a, a sort of ultra universal champion in order just to give that belt a bit more of a, a bit more cachet, a bit more uh, credence. I guess is the best That's word to say.
0: Interesting thought. Mm. Well, next up. We got that damp squid to the fucking monster battle, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Brock Lesnar defeated Universal Title Goldberg. It was just under five minutes. It was the first time Goldberg ever has has ever lost clean, ever, in his entire career. And it was fucking brilliant. It was exactly four moves, only four moves, but... It was still kind of unpredictable. It was cool. We got a spear through a barricade. I think Brock leapfrogging the spear. Whilst I call, I think I actually did call it when it was happening, it was still fucking great and was probably the only thing in the match that was new. But it was such a hard-hitting affair. The spear, the surprise spear after the first three suplexes <laughs> was great. And Fair play to Goldberg, because it's been one of the best returns that I know from WWE. What did you think, uh, Tom?
4: I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, it definitely made up for... Um... You know, I've, I've I've never watched the WrestleMania 20 match, um, but I believe it was um, absolutely shocking. So I'm guessing, you know, I'm guessing it some way went to appease that because this is the sort of match the two of them should be having. You know, they're both big guys. Um, Goldberg in particular is limited in the ring. Um, and you just, you just want to see them, like, clattering into each other. And, you know, it, they couldn't have really gone much longer than the match did. And like you say, it was—it's it, sort of the result that had to happen, really. Even though I thought you know Goldberg might win and then drop it on Raw just to uh, keep his sort of unbeaten um, thing going, but um, no, there's not. Like it's hard to say—it's hard to say that much because it was you know it was four and a half and it's long, but but
0: it was hard uh, hitting, it was fun. Yeah,
4: yeah, no, it it, it, it was great. It was great. It was great fun, and it's it lifted the crowd back up after the yeah. last the last match. And Brock and, legit uh, um,
0: buzzing that he'd managed to finally do it. Oh, so. yeah.
4: Yeah, um, and it was, as, as predictable as it was, there was a moment, um, you know, where Goldberg hit the spear in the jackhammer. I was like, oh, my God, he's actually going to do it again. Um, and then, obviously, Lesnar kicked out. And um, I
0: would say my only problem with the match is that kick-out came a little too early. He should have left yeah. it half a second longer, and the crowd would have been on the feet. Yeah. He needed to, the timing was off, and that was my only my only qualm.
4: Um, but you know, a fair fair play to Goldberg. He's not he's an old guy, and he, um, he took how many suplexes did he take yeah. in the end? Like ten. Um, yeah, fair play to him. Uh, uh, that, I think that's the last we're going to see of him. But it was it was nice off to the feud. Yeah,
0: I, I think we'll see him again in the future. I, ho- I hope
4: his son doesn't come back after dabbing on um... a right, To be fair,
0: Goldberg <laughs> did Goldberg's like kind of when he fell over and then just joking about it. What a cool geezer. I mean, and we all know Goldberg will come back. He'll come back when Reigns has already defeated Brock and he has someone else to fucking job to to make himself like, the best person ever. But Chris, what did you think of this clash
3: of the titans?
1: Mm, uh, it was the match I was waiting for and I think it's, What it's been a long time coming, this sort of match. Just basically two fucking hams just twatting against each other, making that sort of like slapping noise like I'm that one. Iron They'd, on iron. Absolute beefcakes against one another, which you know, it wasn't wasn't pretty, it wasn't necessarily one for the for the ages, but it was exactly what that sort of feud needed, I think. The physicality that that they both showed, I mean predominantly Brock, I think Goldberg being the way he yeah. is, is only ever gonna do a certain amount of things. Mm-hmm. But like you said, the, the the vaulting of the of the spear, the way that he, he took those suplexes and what have you, an absolute trooper. Um I enjoyed it very much. I thought it was exactly what, what the, the payoff needed to be. I, think this is I don't think time. I don't think no, no, carry on. I think
0: this is. I'll just say, I think this is the one match that did feel like a complete blow off, the proper end of a feud.
3: Yeah,
1: I I totally agree, and I I don't think. Well, I don't think Goldberg will be back again. I think that's it. Now he's done his little superhero thing for his fucking spanner kid. So I don't <laughs> think that's. I don't think that's going to. That's going to be something to to worry about going forward. Um, but ultimately, I think giving Brock the belt, let him carry that forward until he, he faces Braun or Reigns next. Well, we'll um, talk it about worked.
4: Brock's it future. Worked. I mean,
3: soon.
4: why, why um, talking about that? Because we'll get onto that later. Because you know, it was, it was on Raw. If they if they just completely forgotten that Finn Balor and Kevin Owens both have rematch clauses for that. Well, title. that's yep. why
0: I'm that's why I'm excited because I think there's potential for some. If we'll talk about it later, we'll talk about it later. But yeah. Wilson, what do you think? This
2: match was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I think that's... It was the match that needed to happen after Austin and Bray, because after the Orton and Bray match, everyone was just kind of like, uh, the, the 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 main event matches are coming and they're going to be boring. But no, um, Pro Lesnar and Goldberg was a very fun match. It wasn't a, you know, it wasn't a, <laughs> a spectacle by any means, but it was a fun match. Pro Lesnar won as I predicted him to, and yeah, I I don't really have many like. Original thoughts on this match. I think you all kind of hit the nail on the heads with it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, what was your rating for it? I, I think, man, I think four for me. I think it was exactly ah, what it should have been. Oh, well, it's that's that's a bit so generous. Um, I'll, I'll I'll give it a three point five because it did its job.
0: Okay. Next up, we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match, and it got moved from the pre-show to the dead slot in the card, the filler slot where last this time last year the Andre the Giant Battle Royal was. So.
3: Well, I mean,
4: technically, it was a rock defeating Eric Rowan in six seconds. Uh, but um,
0: fair play, fair play. But yeah,
4: but uh, yeah, but in 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 theory, yeah, it's a battle royal. I, I am glad
0: it was moved because we got Naomi's entrance in the dark, and it looked fucking brilliant. And she won, which we all knew she was going to do. I think I actually do think the story has been good. How she lost the belt after way, day after winning it, and then fought back to reclaim it. I do quite like it. I don't think it was as messy as some people have said. I really enjoyed it. Oh, I'm sorry. I enjoyed her winning. I think the match was a bit of a clusterfuck. It was kind of just to get everyone's spots in and wrap this up kind of thing. I think the double sharpshooter was pretty cool. We had some a couple of nice spots, but apart from that, pretty by-the-by stuff, wasn't it, Wilson?
2: Yeah, um, it wasn't a great match, but after it got moved to an pre-show, I don't think anyone was expecting it to be. And can I just have like a mini round for a yeah, second?
0: Yeah, go for it. I, know. I, I expected this.
2: Uh, WWE pushed this narrative that they moved this show because Twitter had told them to. There was this hashtag, uh, give SD women a chance, I think it was. That's not why it got moved to the fucking main uh, show. But, but they're pushing this narrative that it was to appease the fucking SmackDown nerds who think SmackDown is the best show on that's ever existed, when it's not. Um, I don't
0: think SmackDown's been... It's been a, it's it's a not. better show to watch, but booking-wise, it's been atrocious all the way through with the tag teams it's been pretty poor since Miz dropped the IC belt for everything else. Yeah, don't get me wrong.
2: SmackDown is um, nearly objectively better than Raw in most senses. Mm -hmm. But Raw, when they want to, can put on a better shot. I'll tell you when SmackDown turned bad. It turned bad
0: after the Ellsworth, AJ and Dean thing ended. Exactly. It's not been bad, but it's not been the same.
2: Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so yeah, they did that thing to appease all of the fucking Mm -hmm. SmackDown geeks who fucking wear their... (laughs) AJ Styles merchandise, and... Uh, uh, I don't he's know. He's
1: phenomenal, man. He's phenomenal.
2: And Speaking of Ellsworth, fair fucks to that guy.
0: That is the definition of living your fucking dream. Fair play Go to it. the lad. I hope he sticks around forever, because I think he's... I always laugh when he's on screen. I think his Snickers advert was hilarious. Good lad. Stay around, man. man. Um, i tell you what as well. Becky, what the fuck was she doing? Christ hey. alive.
2: Leave what,
0: I thought she looked. I thought she looked great. She looked. <laughs> nah, she looked like the character of Horizon Zero Dawn. And nah, I wasn't feeling them dreads. What do you think to the match, Chris?
1: Um, I'll be honest. By this point, I was flagging seriously flagging. <laughs> um, and so I remember it happening. I remember the, the the finale, and I remember being fucking jazzed at the entrance. Uh, and even by the end, Jesus Christ, I love seeing that that sort of visual spectacle. Mm-hmm. Even at that time, and th- that time it, of the in the morning oh you know what it's like um if you ever watch the wizard of oz when you've got the flu that sort of thing it's just off absolutely crackers um and so i enjoyed the spectacle of it the match itself i can remember very very little of it Um i remember that sharpshoot looking like an absolute dog's dinner so i'm surprised you've i'm surprised you've uh, you've got positive thoughts it about looked that. Because shit, it,
0: but but... i kind of like the
3: idea so
1: no no, no it, it, yeah well that we, which, which is perfectly fair enough um, given the people involved, I'm not surprised it looks a bit shit. But hey, they, they deserve the time on the card, whether it's first or whether it's second or whether it's it's the penultimate show. So I don't buy the the whole um, movement to get things put up the card. I, I, ultimately, I think the matches end up speaking for themselves. I don't I don't really care that much on where they are in the card. But by this point, yeah, I was starting to lose the will to live. So I was just glad it got. Yeah, I glad it was finished in the end. And, and no. Positive or negative feelings in terms of who won?
4: And um, Tom, what do you reckon to this? Um, you know, at this point of the night, as has been said, I, I was very tired, a little bit drunk, um, so it was hard. Um, it was hard to get that excited about it. It was the match was five and a half minutes, so that's less than a minute per woman in the match. So. Um, none of them really got the much of a chance to show what they were about, and, uh, you know, obviously, it was, it was just, it seemed obvious that Naomi would win in hometown, I don't know, necessarily, she had to pin, well, I don't know, necessarily, she had to submit Alexa Bliss, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure it would have made more sense for her to, um, you know, make someone else job to her, but, um, I could understand why she's done it, because Alexa Bliss is, you know, the big heel, who's got the title, but, um, yeah, I, d- I didn't really care much for this match.
0: Yeah, it was it was the filler for, it was the respite for this. Roman Reigns retired The Undertaker, and did not, at least overtly or at all, turn heel in the process. Chris, I reckon your thoughts, so, all yours.
1: Uh, yeah, um... Firstly, I don't think Roman Reigns retired fucking anybody. I think the Undertaker retired himself. Yes. By the by, should have should have retired a couple of years ago, but again, that, that is what it is. Um, I actually thought the match was, was all right until it got to that weird, awkward... You know, obviously, you're far too old for that yeah. shit moment when he was trying to do this. Oh, yeah, when he was trying to try to do the sit-up and he couldn't do it. I just but, started feeling sorry I for him I don't then. know
0: if that was legit. It's, he obviously was hurting, but I kind of think... All that added to the poignancy of like the ending. Yeah, yeah and I, I think,
1: think I agree. I agree. It's part of this part of the story. In the, the moment, it. like, I was know, like,
0: "Fuck, this yeah. is tragic." But afterwards, I'm like, "Now nah, that's pretty clever. That's pretty. That's pretty a way, a good emotional way to tell this story."
1: Yeah, and I, I, and I think in hindsight, I, I totally agree. At the time, I was a bit, "Oh, oh you know, for God's sake, what, are we really doing this?" Oh, I. Was but ultimately, to watch it yeah, in oh, yeah, it was difficult. It's difficult to watch and. And the retirement the gimmick at the end, I hadn't seen that before, leaving everything in the ring. I was quite surprised that Raw didn't begin that way, for example, with the little tribute that they all, they all paid to him, whether it would have started with the, the gear in the ring. But I think that the match itself was good, you know, um, for, for the sort of three quarters of it. Uh, and I just think Roman Reigns is just, I don't know what it is about the man. I think, I think it's his face. I don't think I like his face. Well, that's um, the point you shouldn't, because he should be a fucking heel. No, 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 no. But no, no, no! Hang on, hang on, hang on. He is. I, I, I think he is, and I think it's it, it's I an inadvertent, surreptitious. You get what you what you get what you wish for. He is. It might not be overt about it in I terms of the way that things are to make it official. But I don't think there's any doubt at all now. I, 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 I think. He, I've,
4: yeah, I think I think Monday cemented his heel. I I, I think yeah. that promo Monday cemented his heel turn. But, yeah. yeah,
1: without question. But All it was short of was him walking out with a fucking hat and long coat. Well, that is fucking turn. hilarious. <laughs> like I said if you, added
0: on the gear still in the ring and then fucking Roman comes out and puts the hat on,
1: <laughs> yeah, amazing booted it into the crowd or something like that I don't think there's any there's any question now that he he is he is is, for for all intents and purposes a heel maybe not in the traditional sense but but by Christ he's he's not he's not a fucking face this is going to run and run this booing shit
0: he's still going to be presented as the face he's still going to come overcome all the odds when he defeats Brock he's going to defeat Goldberg and everything like that he's going to Still, he I, I, I think he's going to be. Start,
4: I, I think he's, they're going to start booking him as heel in feuds. Um,
1: but that's the thing. though, so if you, if you overcome someone like Brock, Brock is the ultimate, the ultimate face at the moment. Nobody hates Brock, and if you beat Roman Reigns, you're even more of a face. So, I, I don't. I even on that in that point of view, there's no doubt in my mind that 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 is what he is now. Dan. I hope the, so. The, but I just feel like no it's just not a traditional a traditional way of doing it. That's all. It's been more organic Maybe. in terms of. Uh, The fans generating that that sort of turn on their behalf. It's like AJ on SmackDown. There's nothing you can do about that. The man's man's a face because everyone loves him. Mm -hmm. It's like Rollins Rollins comes back and he does this weird... You know, tries to make everybody hate him. Well, it's too late for that, mate. Everyone loves you too much to hate you. It's tough titties by that point. I
0: feel like Vince and Cole don't see that. I feel like they see the reaction. They don't see it as people booing they see it as just
4: reaction have, have, so have you seen have you, have you seen what triple h said about um yeah it's just and and it's,
1: it's just yeah but, uh, no, I, I don't i don't think it's box i think it's bob right. on. I, I think it it's fascinating absolutely fascinating oh,
0: i it's a weird one. i i love roman i think he's a fucking great wrestler and if this does lead to him being because he's the biggest heel in the fucking company and i just, yeah exactly so i he I, is, I
4: think let's hope he i don't I don't, I don't i don't think it needs an overt heel turn i'm I am quite. I was quite happy after watching Raw on Monday. I'm like, Agreed. right, you know, that was absolutely stunning stuff. We'll get onto it later. but Yeah, we uh, will. It's uh, the fact he mouthed, you know, I've got you in the palm of my hand as well about the crowd. So if that isn't heal, I don't know what is really.
0: It was the end of The Undertaker and it was fucking emotional, wasn't it, Wilson?
2: It was very emotional. Um, I may or may not have had a undry eye at the end. I had my fist up with him. I'd yeah, we all did. Going back to Roman Reigns for a little bit, I actually think he played his role on in WrestleMania and on Raw masterfully. Like I gained a bit of respect for Roman because he he knew that he was not going to be cheered at any point,
3: mm-hmm.
2: at any point whatsoever, and he fully took advantage of that. <clears throat> and obviously, we'll talk about laser but yeah, uh, Roman gets a bit of a bit of a t- pat on the back for me. But uh, going on to the match, I thought the match started off really well. I was really surprised by how how well the match started. Um, Obviously, it trailed off at the end as it obviously would have done because Taker can't really go anymore for long distances. But, yeah, at the end, very emotional. And the Taker, someone who is near and dear to everyone's heart. And, uh, yeah, I just, you know, it's a shame, but it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, if you think about let's talk about the Taker because
0: he's... For me, he's my all-time favourite. I mean, pretty much, he's been... I imagine if you could... Like, he's been here for pretty much the entire time everyone's been watching wrestling. He's just the fucking ever-present. He just... I remember I came... When I started watching, like, the early... Like, the mid-2000s, he was just an absolute beast. He had that cool kind of singlet with the uh, co-skeleton skull on his side... He did last ride and snake eyes and old school and all that, and he is my all time favorite. I think no one he him going
2: is kind of the end of kayfabe forever now, isn't it? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, and he's been like the one constant in wrestling. He's like the arson Wenger and yeah. Sir Alex Ferguson of wrestling. I mean,
0: and you know the only time he's ever broken character was when he got set on fire at her right. show, and then at the end of his last match when he went to kiss his wife, and that's the only time he's ever you know let that. Curtin slip and he's a fucking testament to the man. He's an absolute he is the greatest of all time for me. Tom, what did you what do you reckon to the whole the whole shebang?
4: Um, you know, that it was um like I say it started well but it, overall it was quite sad to see. Um there was that one spot um where Roman tried to like lift the
1: Oh the tombstone Yeah yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't um, think that
0: was more kind of awkward positioning, more than him being fucked. But it was yeah, it, weird to it,
4: see. it it was just it was quite a bad botch in such a high-profile match. Um, and then, you know, um, it was it was nice that I, I, it was I don't know, it was a weird match. It was um, there was a sad sort of um, inevitability about it all, you know. Um, it wouldn't have made sense for roman reigns not to have won that match um mm-hmm. um as and obviously you know you know undertaker had to retire at some point and he, he is very old now and you know apparently he's off to have some hip replacement yeah. soon so it ne- it needed to be done um i think that the the retirement overshadowed the match itself um the match was what it was you know reigns won it's his yeah. yard now, um, <laughs> and, uh, well, the, yeah, the, the, the retirement was, um, very poignant, considering, obviously, I'm quite new to wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, it was sort of the moment where Undertaker went to leave the ring, um, he was just, he was just going to leave the ring normally, and then he sort of, sec- he sort of thought about it, and he's like, no, this is, uh, you know, I've got, I've got, a, I've got to sort of end it here, and, um, yeah, you know, it was it was very emotional. Um,
0: it reminds me of Gary Neville when he got rinsed <laughs> by Jerome Thomas against West Brom, and then the week after, fucking called it a day. It's like, good lad. <laughs> See you later, son. Hope, hope you are a yeah. good commentator one day.
4: Roman Reigns is a Jerome Thomas of wrestling. That's what I'm taking. That's yeah, i I'm think taking That's that. a great. That's a big one. takeaway. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, it was it was be- the ending was beautiful. I think the just the commentators didn't need to say a word. We just got kind of ten minutes of Taker just laying down his stuff, and all the chance going for the fucking legend of of the fucking business, and it's it's sad to see. And yeah, hopefully this puts Reigns as the most interesting wrestler in the in the fucking WWE at the minute, and hopefully they capitalize on it correctly. But that
1: should be it. Should be whether he is or whether not, we'll wait and see.
0: Well, yeah. But that was the end of WrestleMania 33. It was a fucking great show. I think my favourite Mania. I'm gonna, has I'm gonna say. I reckon it's either that or maybe the actual the one of Taker, uh, the HBK. Either one of those two is my favourites. And yeah, um, how did we feel about the show in total, Chris?
1: Yeah, I think more hits than misses. Um, yeah, I, I don't. I didn't have a problem with any with more or less any of it. Obviously, you got your dubs in there, but. That's to be expected on a match that's got a card of nearly 20, uh, 20 matches from start to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, in, pre- term, in terms of improvements, I, I'm, I'm a big fan of the outdoor environment, um, but obviously starting in the daylight leads to some sort of issues with, with certain um, rep, uh, wrestlers in their entrances. Maybe not as grand as they might have been had it been on an indoor arena, even, you know, in, in the darkness. But that's just a minor a minor point. Um, negatives, just Dean Ambrose, basically. Yeah. The wish overall I think a definitely a definite solid sort of four star I would say in average um my favorite one my favorite one remains not last year or the year before that thirty one I think it was yep. culminated in uh, in Roman v Brock which which remains one of my all time favorite matches I'll have to um, watch that, that again. had ab- that had absolutely everything that match it had a legacy it had the excitement physicality it had the, a bit of comedy in there as well um this one didn't have quite the same. It was a bit, bit more serious, but uh, ultimately, I think it'll go down as being a, a memorable one, and a, a one that I'll probably be watching again at some point in the next few weeks. Tom,
0: what do you think of the
1: show?
4: Yeah, sorry, this was my um, like I say, this was my first
3: yeah your first-,
4: WrestleMania, first WrestleMania where I actually knew what was going on. So um, yeah, no, it was um, it was it, it was it was great fun actually. You know, it went on, it went on a bit long, didn't it? It was. Uh, like five hours, fifteen minutes, um, plus the pre-show. Um, so it was a long old slog uh, to get through, but mm. obviously some of the pops were great. The Hardy Boys coming out, uh, definite highlight. Yeah, that was that that, that was probably a highlight. You know, um, what else? The Shane, the Shane match, fantastic. Um, yeah, no, some great moments in there, and um, yeah, it was. I, I had great fun. I'd, I'd probably give it a four as well, to be honest. Yeah.
0: So would I. And, uh, Wilson, do you want to give us your thoughts and then tell us who won the predictions?
2: Of course. Um, this WrestleMania was very good. They exceeded my expectations for it. Um, it probably does break my top ten favourite WrestleManias. Top five... I'd probably have to sit on that for a little bit. Um, positives. Uh, Hardy Boys. Um, uh, AJ Styles and Shane McMahon, Kevin Owens and Jericho. Most matches really were, were net positives, only a few stinkers, mm. which is to be expected when you have so many matches, like Chris no, said. There was only
0: one dud for me. There was only one completely dud match, and that was obviously Bray and uh, Randy.
2: Yeah, that's true. Uh, right, do you want to do the prediction things? Yeah, now? let's go
0: first. Nice.
2: Alright, um, I'll just um, start I think with. It's last, 100%. I'll, I'll start with the scores first. I'll start from the bottom. So, joint third is. Dan and
1: Chris Yeah. So say, I nine, even lost my misses in the prediction game we had at home as well Cross with nine, with nine
2: <laughs> matches uh, predicted correctly Not uh, so in second Ooh. in second we've got Tom oh, ten, which means yeah boy over here. yeah Tom got 10 right so yeah boy yeah boy, Wilson got 12. <laughs> 12 so I'll do a little picture vi- I'll do a li- little vi- Wait, one minute, one minute how many matches were there in total let me count one no, three I'm
0: three. sorry, I wasn't counting the NXT ones, My because yeah. I, I thought I was counting 13, I was like, there's no way you got the Battle Royal, there's no <laughs> way you could have got the ladder match right, because nobody predicted the Hardys, so I was like, what, and then, then NXT came to mind, so I'll let you off, yeah. congratulations, Tom, uh, we'll have to keep, you we'll have to keep a league table for it, so we can, for everyone we do, we can t- see who who's who's the best, I imagine it'll be you. Oh. But that was WrestleMania, and afterwards we got Monday Night Raw, the Raw Mania, and we're not going to review every single thing, but we're going to talk about the, the highlights, and the show opened, the first 15 minutes was absolute masterful, and probably the best thing I've seen on Raw since I've started watching, we had the thank you take a chance, or Undertaker's chants say for a good five minutes and then slowly they started creeping in the Roman sucks Roman sucks until they got louder and louder and louder until they were just Roman sucks chants and then out came the big dog he stood in the ring for legit fucking over ten minutes just getting hounded getting abused every time he tried to speak he got ravaged it was man he could. I'm surprised it didn't get worse I'm surprised there wasn't chance of like fucking kill yourself and shit like that but thankfully it stayed clean it was just very y- your shit type thing and then he said five words the best heel promo that's ever been uttered this is my yard now and then he strutted
2: off like the big fucking dog he is Wilson it, everything was just timed so perfectly <coughs> it was just so well done it was <coughs> like they knew that they'd chime for the Undertaker first and then they'd slowly devolve into Roman sucks chance and it did and then his music hit at exactly the right time. He came out, he soaked up the um, hostile atmosphere. He loved it. He loved every se- uh, he loved every single second of it, you could tell.
3: Yeah, He and was just so second. into
2: it. Because, like, heels, all heels in the business would, like, lose a limb for that kind of thing. Oh, heat. they
0: would kill for that heat. It was exactly, and he has it. And he's not even a fucking heel proper yet.
2: It was so good. I. I watched that segment a good three times. It's just uh, the way wrestling can make people feel can lead to some great stuff.
0: It really can, Chris. What did you think to it?
1: Yeah, it was. It's the be- easily the best thing that he's ever done. And he didn't do anything more. You know, he stood there in in virtual total silence, just just soaking it all up. And it was an absolute masterclass, wasn't it? In character, in character development, in in understanding the audience, in knowing where things are going and allowing things to develop organically um, it was perfect and, and I, I had a bit of a, a wonder to myself whether it was always planned that way whether you know no they way. knew, whether they knew that, that they knew that it would be that they were going to send him out first or whether they thought that they called it an audible on the day that they were going to then bring him out when all the chances were going the way they were going but ultimately it, it cemented him as a heel and Dan if you can't see him as a heel... I'm, well, I'll I'm, tell you I'm, why I don't um,
0: think he's gone heel. I think he is a heel, but I don't think he's gone heel, and I'll tell you why. Because immediately after that, they went to the commentators and they all said, oh, this is the wacky Raw After Mania crowd. Yeah, crowd. The crowd will boo those too. who they love. They'll fucking
3: cheer yeah, those a bullshit they hate. Statement. I know yeah, it is, it's a but that's statement. what they're saying.
1: They're saying is, the commentators it
2: decide it.
1: But then did it mean Nakamura got cheered for 15 minutes solid as well last night? Does that mean well, he's, that's he's exactly a heel? What it's, saying, fucking it's bullshit. bullshit. It's that's
2: what I'm saying. Bullshit if he was narrative. a heel, if he was a the heel, the commentators would have been like, "Oh, Roman Reigns getting the right, dude though." If he was a heel, yeah. But the fair fact fair that fair. he's a face, they said that. And that's why the commenters decided. And it's a no-heels
0: talk because if he I'm just not not let them be a heel, guys. he'd be amazing, and then he'd be um, over in a year anyway because <laughs> people love heels eventually. And.
1: I think you'll, I think you'll, you'll see in the next few weeks the, the development. That I, the, I, believe is taking place. I hope you're right. Actual...
4: I, I, you're right. I, am I, I, with Chris on this. I think if he was a face, you know, he would have, um, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have only just said them five words. He would have sort of, he would cut a promo yeah. that would have like explained, one. explained himself to the crowd. Like, yeah, I so. did
1: what I had to oh, do. Also, anything I like him. that.
4: I hope you're right. T- yeah,
1: totally agree. I hope you right. But, you know, we, we'll not... see. We'll see, but. I'm pleased for him because, you know, obviously a lot of people are down on him because he's, you know, he's, he's a bit bland, he's a bit dull. You know, all those things that everyone says he is, he's, he is and he has been at times. So there's no problem in terms of that from me. Um, with regards to um, the crowd, I know, Tom, you said at the start you thought the crowd were, were a bit too much. I, I don't, I disagree. I think that that's what I want. I want that sort of interactivity. And I yeah, don't know necessarily. I, yeah, yeah, there's a time and a place most often. I don't think I want it every single week when I've been watching indie wrestling that, that's the element of indie wrestling I love the most you know is the crowd interacting yeah. with, the, with the wrestlers it's the singing stupid songs it's the yeah. the, the football chants almost it's all that sort of the thing problem you don't is, get is
0: with the crowd because like,
1: it's different great,
0: they great oh, they were great for the Roman bit and they were great for most of the night they had, it was loud it was fun the problem is when they start trying to get themselves over and start exactly. fucking about. Like, that's that, playing with back. the beach ball during the Neville match. It's like, that it's was not awful. there on those performing, who you've paid to see perform. It was a fucking good match, and it kind of just got shot on and because of the crowd fucking about. And I know on SmackDown, they started doing it again with the beach balls, and a fella called Kenny McIntosh from What Culture caught about five or six of them and just popped them all. And that's why the arsehole chance started going during one of the matches. I think the Alexa Bliss match. So, and thank God they did it because I don't like that sort of shit. Like The fun crowds are great. That's why progress is amazing. But all their chants are about the wrestlers and about the wrestling, not about fucking beach balls.
1: But it's, the, it's, it's, a crea- it's their own creation, this Raw afternoon. Oh, it really is. is. It. You're hunting, right? And so they absolutely get the crowd they deserve. When they plug it as being, oh, it's wild, it's wild. People aren't going to turn up and oh, sit on the hands. On. They're going to turn you're up and... About. And try and make them try and make themselves the centre of attention, you know? So it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, you Same with them. the stupid, stupid Smackdown after Raw thing as well. You, you know, it's become what they want it to be. And so, forevermore, uh, you're going to be stuck with this, Vince I'm afraid, boys.
0: You can tell, because that's his second year he's come out to him. But we'll get to that. Next yeah. up, the first match of the night was the Hardys. They came back to another great reception. I loved... Matt was f- so funny because he did his team extreme taunt, but then he was straight to the broken stuff, getting delete chance going. They're in such limbo; it's so funny. Oh, it's, it's it's great, and they retained. It was a it was a decent match. I hope the, hopefully the club kind of go to a different brand and start getting built on SmackDown. We get some club reunion stuff, but that was it was a solid match. All all well and good to seeing the Hardys back on. And then anyone want to talk about the Hardys at all? Or have we all.
2: Um, I think they... Did anyone watch them on Raw Talk? Because I didn't... I did not. No. I feel like that would have been pretty interesting, but I didn't watch them. No, I've not seen anyone talking about it, so I presume they didn't do broken yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's true.
1: No, they still did the sort of semi... I believe from what I read, they've done the semi sort of broken, hinting at it. That, you say
0: glorious uh, and oh, wonderful and funny voices. Everybody.
1: Yeah. Again, to being... You know, to being well, tweeting. In fact, I did see
0: it. I did see it. Uh, um, Renee asked... Asked them where it was actually fucking hilarious. I don't remember now. So Rene asked them where they'd been or what they'd been up to, and they were like, Well, they said we've been on an expedition for gold and we've won gold everywhere in all the big promotions. And then they were so fucking funny. Rene Young asked how the um, how. Asked them how the landscape had changed in WWE since they'd been away, and fucking speaking about the talent, and Jeff thought he was on about the landscapers in the fucking lights and the fucking boards and <laughs> shit. And Jeff starts giving this answer about how there's lots of new lights and new entrances, and Matt's just sat there seeing like, what the fuck are you on about, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you should see That's that out. You should, you should Wonderful. find that it out it was, it was fucking hilarious. But yeah, it was. It wasn't broken. It was just Jeff wasn't broken at all, and that kind of threw references in every now and then. I will. I'll move on to I'll move on to my theory on that because I, I do think it's coming. But next, Vinny came out to his music. He loves this crowd because they all sing his tune. And then he announced Kurt Angle as the general manager, which led to some hilarity throughout the night. And then we announced that there's going to be a shake-up, a new draft. So this leads to complete and utter possibility. So, Tom, what swaps do you want to see happen?
4: Um, right, well, I think for a start, SmackDown needs tag teams, so yeah. whether that's... Um, I can honestly see Enzo and Cass going over to SmackDown okay. uh, because now I, I thought they was going to win at WrestleMania, but obviously, now that the Hardy Boys are on Raw, um, you know, um, yeah. I, I think it'd, it'd probably do them well going there or or even the new day because you know they've stagnated on on Raw now they've done all they can That's over there, time. um, but um maybe some women as well um because like like I mentioned before the women on Raw it's very sort of heel heavy mm-hmm. so it might it might uh, do do them good to balance out a little bit um I don't know maybe bring Becky Lynch over and send... Um, I Charlotte. Send well, send Charlotte and for Becky Lynch. Would you would you say that yeah, that could happen? I think yeah, I
3: just
4: uh, Yeah, no, no that that that'd be that'd be very interesting. And then obviously, uh, that that gives sort of Naomi her next sort of um challenge because obviously she beat Alexa Bliss on SmackDown as well mm-hmm. again. Um, and yeah, so. That's it. Male, male ones are out to call it. I'd, I'd like to see Sami Zayn on yeah, SmackDown. Thank,
0: I think everyone does because they teased it again. He fucking mentioned it and oh, he best fucking go.
4: Yeah, Sami Zayn on SmackDown. Uh, who else? Um, there's, there's none that really spring spring to mind. I thought AJ Styles... There was a lot of rumours about AJ Styles going to Raw but then he sort of had his yeah. semi-face... He had his sort of face turn on SmackDown. It's like AJ
3: Styles, Bill?
4: Um... So yeah, no, it would just be very interesting to see what happens. I yeah, think.
0: I'm looking forward to it. Drafts Raw is my favorite bit about watching it when I first did because it's just you, you never know what you're going to get. from me, I want Charlotte to go to SmackDown with maybe I say Becky. Me, I know you say it's heel heavy. That's a good point, but maybe Alexa going the other way. I think if Charlotte comes in to SmackDown, it gives their women division a bit more legitimacy since it's you know everyone's saying it's not really had a fair rub compared to Raw. Um, and it also gets Charlotte out of doing the same feuds that we've seen forever on Raw. Charlotte's great, give her some new blood, and hopefully on Raw we get Becky doing some, getting more of a spotlight, maybe Alexa um, proving to be more legitimate, and hopefully Emma will have some good matches in there with Bailey and Sasha and whatnot. I would have the Bullet Club, Gallows and Anderson move to SmackDown to team up with AJ. I don't know how that would go with AJ face turn, but I don't think we're going to get that completely yet. So I'll have them team up for a bit and do good stuff. I want Sami Zayn and Ruru, Rusev when he's back from injury. I want them on SmackDown because they're two lads who I think are being kind of wasted on Raw at the minute. I think these could be upper mid-card, if not top of the card on SmackDown, and I think they really deserve some good stuff. If Ran- if Randy wasn't champion, I'd fucking bin him off to Raw. Big time. Um, I'd, I'd, it's hard because SmackDown has so much fewer guys, it's hard to give up their lads and they need them, you know, Cena's gone, obviously they've got Shinsuke and Ty Dillinger, which we'll come on to. but, and Eric Rowan's back there as well. Talk, but,
4: talk Talking about tag teams, um, do you think that um, Wyatt and Rowan are just going to be a tag team now to help that tag division now? It's
0: hard to say, I don't think they're going to get moved yet, or maybe they will, it's hard to say because they've got their House of Horrors match to come, so fuck oh, no, yeah. we'll, we'll get... We'll get there, but it's hard to see how how many, who, how many SmackDown can give up. But I'm definitely intrigued to see. Uh, what do you think, Wilson? Um, are we classing this as like a full draft, or is it just like? I think a, it's just. I think it, if it was a full draft, I presume they would have
2: said drafts. So I think it's just going to yeah, be swaps with people who haven't got belts.
1: Superstar shakeup, goddammit! <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
3: superstar
1: shakeup.
2: <laughs> if I was damn thinking, it, damn it. um I'd probably say I, th- I think Rollins is going to go to SmackDown. With, um, nah, can I can't swap
0: Dean because Dean's at the belt.
2: Uh, who would I swap for him? That's a good. Question.
0: Dolph on Raw maybe getting to get some yeah. fresh stuff.
2: Forget yeah, Dolph. Dolph is stagnating obviously. on Raw. I mean on um, SmackDown as a heel. Yeah, so he it? had a
0: great. He had an absolutely brilliant pro- um program last year with Miz, and I think getting onto Raw for some fresh stuff because SmackDown, is
2: running out of matches to be had. I can see Emma going to SmackDown. I could see that as well. Yeah. Um, in place for like either Becky or um, do they have another first woman who isn't Naomi? Uh, Mickey. Oh yeah, Mickey. That could happen.
1: Native American Mickey. James. I
2: think I think Cesaro and Sheamus will go to SmackDown. In, I don't.
0: Nah, they can't because they're number one contenders to the belts. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, so that's, I, that's, that's why I think Bullet Club because they went on telly on Saturday. Yeah, that's true. But
2: uh, um, yeah. But other than that, I can't realise. I, I don't know where this is going to go, but I'm interested in seeing where it will go. It's definitely the most intriguing
0: bit of, uh, of the year. What do you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, I think Sammy Zayn's a lock. Um, I don't have any, any issue with that. Ziggler was the one that came to mind as well to come over. So he can continue his uh, mediocre, mediocre life. I think Ziggler's good on, to on have mid tier feuds. I think he's good to get yeah, people over. I think he's all
0: right. I like Ziggler. I think it, it, it's he all right. he's in he's
1: inoffensive. He's, he's very inoffensive. I agree with you about the um, either one of Seamus and Cesaro or the club. I don't think the number one contender status really means anything. They can just have a new tournament. Wouldn't surprise me if Enzo and Cass got shifted because I don't I think they've pretty much done all they can do for the time being. And then um I would love to see AJ over, just purely because I want to see AJ against Seth. I think that'd be a good feud. Balor, don't really give a toss about. It. I've never really been impressed with him, so he can go if you <sighs> want. Um No, legit. Not even kidding yet. Not blasphemy. even kidding yet. Um, no, not blasphemy. He's a, a little midget, Ital- <laughs> Irish fellow with a shit finisher. It is what it is. Oh, um, and that. then I would have said someone like Undertaker, but obviously that ship sailed as well now. Mm. Um, so it's interesting that there's not that many obvious ones, are there? But there's also you know a few bubbling beneath the surface that could improve uh, you know, the opposite side. I'd like to see the, the SmackDown tag division improve, so I think Enzo and Cast will do that. Mm-hmm. They'd be my bets on that. Sami Zayn as well to exchange, and then I think someone like maybe American Alpha going the opposite way. I could see that yeah, perhaps being enough. They, they've sort of had the belts and dropped off a little bit in the meantime. Um, I don't think it's going to be as revolutionary as we may hope, um, purely because of the way the I don't it. It think it needs be, you know, to be. A, I don't will need to rap. be massive. So, exactly. Exactly the point I was gonna make, Dan that yeah, he doesn't need to. Just a little few tweaks here and there just to sort of re uh, reinvigorate struggling areas on both teams. Um but either way it's an interesting one isn't it? And, and yes, really? do you think do you think Daniel Bryan uh, will remain? Do you think Kurt might switch over in, in yeah. the GMs as well, I oh. notice I was just going to say, I don't been want been... Brian
0: off Talkie Smack, but Kurt Angle on Talkie Smack could be the fucking funniest thing ever. Oh, that's true, yeah. Because he was so good on Raw in the comedy bits, especially with Enzo and Cass. And that's yeah. why I want Enzo and Cass to stay there, just to be with Kurt, because I think he's so funny. The, the oh, you've, I don't know now. You have, I think Brian's going to be on a bit of a break anyway soon, because when his daughter gets born. I think it's yeah. his daughter, when his daughter gets born. so. due any day, you? Yeah, so I think that's pretty kind of irrelevant what happens but certainly in- I'd be surprised if they took Angle off Raw already considering he's such a big star but say tell you what would be funny I'd hate it to the core of my bone but if they took Shinsuke to Raw a week after being on Smackdown oh. that'd be fucking hilarious that'd
2: be such <laughs> the a troll Smackdown. An
1: interview. there was an interview the other day where he said that he, he, he specifically wanted to go on SmackDown because he wanted to face AJ and, and yeah. people like that. So yeah, I think that'd be a bit of a, a bit of a, a funny turn if he did that. I can't see it myself. Mm-hmm. I think he's uh, he's destined to be the main man on there yeah. for the time being. Do you think do you, all, do you all think that he's gonna he's gonna do the business over there given his, his limitations in oh, you know sorry. verbally yeah. and, and in terms I of that I, I don't think no he's gonna have any problems because... As long as
2: he's in a programme with someone who can carry him in a promo the other yeah. time. I think I think his first one's going to be Miz, I reckon. Yeah, that's a good chance. I think that's going to be fun.
0: Yeah, my only problem, my only issue is that because he's going to have so many more tour dates now than he did in XT, that his work might even go less than it was in XT. That's true. I'm intrigued to see how that goes. But next up, my favorite part of Raw easily was the best tag team in the fucking world. The fucking revival turned up on Raw straight into a program with New Day great stuff they got such a good pop Then everyone said yeah to the music they look like such dastardly heels they battered the fucking milk ice cream cart they they were cheering at the beginning and they got heat at the end when they fucked up Kofi Kingston they are my boys and I'm so bloody happy Chris
1: yeah I'm, I'm, I've never knew, never really seen that much of them until the last three months or so and uh, and everything I saw at Mania in the last takeover was was just so impressive uh, sorry, the last two takeovers it was just so impressive. Um, I, you know, they're, they're, again, I'm a big fan of anything that's different than the norm. And and they're so different it's than the New Day. Uh, of course they are. And, and I, but then again, I thought the same about the VAR villains and they did fuck all with them as well. We'll talk about I that think these boys, yeah, these boys have got much more about them. So I don't think there's going to be an issue. Um, I can see them getting the belts in the next sort of two or three months. Uh, much in the way that I can see Braun getting the belt as well in the, on the other side of mm-hmm. things. Um you know, there's, 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 it's 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 due a change in some respects, and I think that's one of the elements that's going to change. Uh, and I'm glad to see it. You know, get something a bit different in there. Get Shinsuke in there. Get Braun. Blah blah blah. It's it's just not what you might expect, and and I'm all for that. Most definitely, well, really well, really good to see.
0: Yeah. My fear of what's going to happen is they're going to go into this program in New Day. That's going to be really good. It's good to have New Day wrestling actual wrestlers again instead of just fucking doing shit with Titus O'Neil I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I think they're going to go over it. Payback against New Day. It's going to be a great match. And then Revival will get number one contendership against the Hardys. They will beat the Hardys. And hopefully, fucking court cases abiding, that will cause some brokenness to occur in their mind of Matt Hardy. And then we get some real fun. And I cannot wait. But Revival, my fucking boys, what do you
2: think to it, Wilson? Yeah, I was really hard to see them show up. It was a bit of, inev- uh, uh, of an inevitability. I can't speak today. I'm sorry, lads. But, um, yeah... <laughs> It's just crazy to think that the Revival aren't indie guys, isn't it? The proper WWE homegrown people. I know, and
0: it's great. I keep forgetting it. It's, it's so weird. weird. And it's good. You know, it shows that NXT does fucking work Works. when, yeah. you know, AOP are NXT guys, I think. Ty is the biggest NXT guy going. And a lot of the people in there now are indies, but they're still producing their own gems every now and then.
2: Yeah, they're just so good. And like, their, their potential is just limitless. Mm. They'll get the the tech belts before SummerSlam I reckon Mm
3: -hmm.
2: and I think I think they'll carry that division providing providing the Hardy Boys well actually yeah that's a good point the Hardy Boys could potentially the revival in the Hardy Boys could have a really really good program oh amazing I can't wait hopefully and uh, moving on
0: Brock Lesnar came out Paul Heyman was doing good promos and then he was listing off potential opponents Everyone wanted Finn, I wanted Big Daddy Braun, and Big Daddy Braun is what I got. I was a oh, bit disappointed yeah. he kind of stepped away at the end. It's, you know, he's a big lad, just have a scrap. But if we get Big Braun v Big Brock, I'm fucking buzzing. What do you reckon, Tom?
4: Yeah, I mean, it's it's a part I go back to again, though, that um, Kevin Owens and Finn Balor um, have both... Uh, Finn Balor in particular never lost a belt, no. so I'm surprised. You know that he didn't. I think everyone watching was pretty surprised that he didn't come out and sort of interrupt that promo or whatever, because um, the crowd were chanting for it and it just seemed to make sense. Um, but I don't know. We'll get onto this later. But what? Um, I mean, I like I like Braun Strowman, and it'll be a shame to see him lose clean to someone else in Lesnar. Yeah. Um, but you know that's. That's probably the best he can hope for at the minute because mm-hmm. um, he, he, is still, he is still young in wrestling terms. Man, if you think so, where it, was a year ago. It's yeah, fucking exactly. like a day.
0: So it's—I know it's exactly. weird—and he's fucking since Fastlane's kind of gone on cliff. Oh no,
4: but yeah, no, but it's nice if, if that's it's still good. if that's what the match is at Payback or whenever. Then um, I'm totally it's fine with that. Two big
0: fuckers baiting the show which I mean, the potential yeah. for Brock. now, I—if he can be asked. And I know people say different things about how arsed he is, but if you can do matches without only doing two moves in the future, I think the possibility of the matches he could have is gonna be brilliant. I think I'd love to see Sami saying Selta Brock on a good on a constant basis. I think that'd be great. I said Finn, Owens, um, Big Braun, Seth again, Roman eventually again, I think. The amount of match, great match, even AJ if AJ came over, that'd be amazing. Shinsuke, even I think the amount of good matches that could be had now with Brock is really exciting, and I hope I hope I really do hope we get that. What do you think, Chris?
1: Yeah, agreed. I think the the the, the landscape's a lot wider now, isn't it, than what it was six months ago. Um, you dead right I think Brock against a little guy. I'd love to see that as well who that you know who that is remains to be seen oh, but Fennepan. the likes of AJ the, the like of Seth eh, so just, I, like I would not mind someone no, no I, obviously he's not shit. he's obviously not shit he's just not I, I just haven't seen that enough of him. I don't think in uh, in general terms in big matches to, to be blown away as much as I probably should be given his reputation. Um, I never got to see him on Preston City Wrestling, which is a bit frustrating, given like my, my, liking, my my liking to say oh Prince Devitt back in the day. Um, but he is, you know, he's a, obviously a talented guy. He's got a lot going for him. I just wish he had a different finisher, and I wish he'd get rid of him fucking head that headdress thing. And it's lame as fuck. It <laughs> bugs me to death.
3: Um,
1: but the guy, the guy's obviously got talent, uh, and I think the little guy against Brock is, is definitely where I want to see him go next. Mm-hmm. Who that little guy is, uh, you know, you, you could pick any. You could pick anyone, yeah. way Mysterio, stick someone like that in there. Don't mind. Oh, I, um, I just, I just want to see oh, something a bit different. That's all I want throughout everything. Is just not yeah. to have the same old, same old all the Definitely. time. Uh, so I'm always up for a bit of a, a bit of a left field choice. Wilson, bring, bring them on, absolutely bring them on.
2: Yeah, Wilson, what did you reckon to the segment? I think Bala was the right choice to come out and interrupt Brock. I'm happy that it was Braun because obviously I love Braun. Um, but the segment was very, very flat in the in the end, wasn't it? Yeah. It just felt so weird and then anti-climactic. But, Ronk's yeah. Been,
0: uh, fucking Big Brown's been doing that too often. He's backed out to Undertaker, exactly. to Reigns. He needs to just... Bat- I've not seen him batter anyone in ages. I'd, I'd take a squash match against five guys. It's like we see him fucking batter people.
2: Exactly. That's why I want to come to see. That's my, my joke right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Um, in terms of power... I don't know where he's gonna go. Neither
1: I do think I. he'll. It's Seth, It's going to be a little, little, little tag team. It's going to be a little, couple of weeks as a tag team, and there's going to be the dissension. There'll be the old uh, bumping into another sort of match, and that match. Um, so you think Baller a for a match? Yeah, I think he does. I think S- he's gonna. I think, uh, although him and Seth are both get the, the face reactions, I still think that the uh, the long term future for Balor is, is a heel. I know. Um, I, 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 I I question whether he's necessarily got it in him. Yeah, but oh, he's a
2: good heel. He's a good
3: heel. He's
1: a great heel. Oh, no, I know. I only mean. I only. I only mean from from what I've seen as, as to what what I think he can do. I'm sure that mm. uh, obviously done a lot more than what I've seen him do. So that that is what it is. I think
0: my only worry now is that they've kind of written themselves into a corner with Samoa Joe, Balor, and Rollins when Owens and Jericho are fighting each other again, and I don't mm. know what they're gonna do with it. Maybe Hunter comes out at uh, Payback again, so Joe and Hunter. Against Baller and Rollins, it's, he got heel there. Unless a unless
4: this, um, unless obviously Jericho took a bit of a beating, didn't he? So um, Maybe. I don't I don't know if they just write him off TV that way. I mean, it was it didn't look bad enough that it would write him off TV, but you never know with WWE that might that might get Jericho out of the picture, and um, I don't know. But then could you see? Yeah, Balor versus Owens for the US title it would be a shame because they're both in line for the Universal, but yeah. uh, that could potentially happen.
1: You know, what, all, all disregarding the, uh, the, the the sort of first Chinese superstar coming in and making his run for the Universal TM title. Bing. Boys after the after the uh, Andrew the Giant tournament, of course. You, you see it so He was terrible.
0: Have you seen yeah, the video is... when he announced that Tian Bing's in the battle royal? No, I mean, it's the funniest thing ever. Right? So it's all the they're all at the performance center. So it's all the NXT lot, and then that big Albert Geezer comes over and says, "We've got an announcement. There's someone going to be having a WrestleMania." They go, he goes, "Ho ho, lun Where's ho ho? Ho ho, come here." <laughs> so everyone's like, "Ho ho's at WrestleMania. Well done, well done, son." He's like, "Can you translate to Tian Bing that he's going to be in the Battle Royal, please?" He's oh, like, "Oh no. my
3: god, that's oh. horrible." Awesome. They
1: got like three, like three likes or something.
0: Oh mate, this Tian Bing is like—he was in the cruiserweight classic. He's shit. He's about five foot six, and he—it was so funny. Tian Bing's about six foot eight. It was oh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. But yeah, what were you saying, Wilson, about Finn and all that?
2: Um, I think it's weird how Samoa Joe, Kevin Owens, Balor, Rollins, and Jericho are in like their little own pocket of Raw. Yeah, they're not like the main event people, but they're just. They seem to be like... They're, it's like the Cruiserweights. They're in their own like, little world. Yeah. It's, it's, it's going to be weird. intriguing
0: to see what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to it. We go going to the Smackdown after Mania, which had just a raucous as a crowd. And beginning...
1: Bro- That's because it's the same same people, mate. Yeah, the same people much. sat in the front row. That fucking squared circle guy. I fucking hate him. Oh, yeah. It like looks like he stinks of piss. Which one? Oh, there's a guy. His, his Twitter handle WWE SQD Circle. Um, he's a fucking gimmick. Uh, he's the at the Bayern front Munich row. Shirt. No, no, the no. Long no. Hair. He wears a uh, no, no, no. He wears a black T-shirt that says the squared circle. It's a pub oh, in Chicago, days. and he's at the front row of every single pay per view. Oh, and he's a sweaty, him. sweaty little nerd. Shit. And I hate his, I hate <laughs> his fucking, ate his fucking guts. I've never seen I've him. Oh, you'll, you'll, I'm sure you'll recognise him because he's there every bastard See, time. My eyes
3: are always strapping. Who knows how
1: he, how he affords this? Listen, it, it, it pisses me off no end. I don't mind the polite golf guy. I don't mind the Bayern Munich guy. No problem guy, at all. That no, like, goth
0: guy creeps me out because he's there oh, every show so and he just doesn't fun. look
1: like he's enjoying it. He's so polite there with his mum and just having a good time. Uh, and I don't, you know, and you're just, you, you just, you know, you're a couple of haters, aren't you? And you're the Bayern Munich guy,
0: he's been there since, I think, SummerSlam, and he was with all these, at SummerSlam, all his German mates were there, there was like a Dortmund shirt and a Schalke shirt and all that, and now it's That's just right. him, I feel like he's just stayed there while everyone else has gone home, and he's just like, I'm fucking staying here, lads. Living, I
1: love it. The, man, the, the man's living the dream, but trust me, this squared circle know, fella, he's worse than fucking, guy. yeah, he's worse than fucking uh, Max Landis and people like that, they going go fuck themselves. Right, I'll have
0: a look, but anyway, Smackdown after Mania. The Bray and Randy feud continued to get shit on. Everyone's back, he has a cool new mask. I the commentators could not possibly guess who it was with the big fucking red beard sticking out. I'll never know. But, yeah, we'll talk about this and the match itself. The match was shit. I mean, Bray used his fucking light magic and all he did was to transport two feet away and sell Rowan up the river. We didn't get a Harper turn again or anything. A new Wyatt member, like Bo Dallas, had been coming, you know his actual brother becoming his Wyatt brother. We had nothing, nothing of any substance at all, and it was really shit, wasn't it, Wilson?
2: It was. It was very prototypical Randy Arton feud and Wyatt feud. Just kind of rolled into one. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm glad Rowan's back. He's got... Uh, I, I like him. Not yeah. as much as Harper, but, you know, he'll do.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: He's a good big lad. Uh, what did you think to the clusterfuck, Tom?
4: Um, yeah, no, it was. Uh, I actually didn't end up watching the um, the main event of SmackDown because I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. I knew it was going to be awful. Um, after After WrestleMania, it just put me off that entire feud. I thought I was. It, it doesn't make any sense to me why Luke Harper would be on Randy Orton's side after it does not. he completely came between him and Bray Wyatt. Um, yeah, just absolutely stupid. Um, and like you say, uh, I, I think they just need to draw a line under this feud. Um, they're having that House of Horrors match, or whatever it is, but which is going to be yeah.
0: a lunatic asylum match levels are shy, Yeah, it's, oh it's going to be stupid. I'm intrigued I mean, so. to see what they have in store, but I'm also very scared as well.
4: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not excited in the slightest. Um, I'm, I'm sick of this feud now. It's uh, it's been going far too long.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and yeah, I don't really have that much more to say about the match because I didn't actually yeah, see it.
0: Chris, what do you reckon to all this?
1: Yeah, it's just like they say, it's gone on far too long. It's boring. Um, SmackDown for all its fans, you know, is equally as, as capable of being as tediously predictable as Raw is. It's it's no fun to sort of differentiate between the two. I want something different. Yeah, and I think the call ups give us that. Let's have Nakamura put him straight in the title picture. Um, don't mess about. People know who he is. He's got that recognition. So there's no point hanging on, waiting on ceremony. Just get the boy in there. Get either Bray or Randy out of there, and and just crack on.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, the next significant thing to happen was Kerr Hawkins of all people offered an open challenge, which obviously signalled someone was coming up, and it happened to be no other than the perfect ten. Ty Dillinger. It's three months late, but he's finally up. SmackDown was in dire need of baby faces. I'm, he's just going to be mid card. I see title picture. I look forward massively to his feuds with Baron Corbin, with the Miz, probably with Ziggler at some point. I would have thought. I, I'm so happy that he's up, Wilson.
2: Yeah, um, he deserves it, doesn't he? He's big been time. with WWE so long, and he's finally getting his big break. Well, I just he hope is. he doesn't. I just hope he doesn't do like a Tyler Breeze.
0: Yeah, sort I mean, of thing. with Dillinger, I think there's just. I don't think he's that. He's not amazing in the ring. He's good. He's he's serviceable, and but and his gimmick's kind of just a gimmick. But there's something about him. He has this kind he's of an aura. He's got that star power, hasn't he? He does. He does. It's so it's
2: present.
0: Yeah, that's like a good word for it. A presence. He just the fans are with him. Good. I, the only problem is they just can't fucking book babyfaces, Faces. But exactly. he's. I think he's on for big things, Tom.
4: Yeah, he's he's coming. Since um, getting super kicked by Shawn Michaels yeah. as um, Stan. Stan Annie back in the day. Yep. do you remember, Does anyone remember that? I um, saw it recently. It's very I fun. just kicked <laughs> think where I, I didn't actually know this till yesterday, but back in the day, DX had a um, sort of a backstage section where Shawn Michaels was going around super kicking um, employees of the WWE, and Ty Dillinger was one of them people that he super mm-hmm. kicked. Um, but
2: We just lost, Tom, I think.
0: But we'll never know. Yeah. We've had too many players um, to this bastard. We need to I've, carry seen,
1: on. I've, <laughs> seen, yeah, I've seen Dillinger a few times, and I've always been a bit underwhelmed, to be honest with you, but that could be my lack of exposure to NXT. So just carrying on from what Tom said, I think you're right. I think the IC picture is probably the best he can hope for. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. Um, and, yeah, I think the call-ups that they've had and the exchanges they're going to have means that there is a there's a spot for someone like that, and I think he'll, he'll fill it manfully.
0: Yeah, 100%. I think next up, Shane and AJ had a nice handshake. It was an AJ quasi-face turn, kind of. I don't know if it is completely. He shook Shane's hand. It was nice to see. And then the little pretending to punch him was kind of very funny as well. He's a good lad, AJ. He should stay on SmackDown. He should be the top guy. And hopefully him and Shinsuke can have some good stuff, Chris.
1: Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where they go from there. I, I remain unconvinced that AJ will stay long-term. Um, but, you know, I think he, the man's got the, the capability to be a star no matter exactly where he goes. So long-term, long, long term, uh, you know, it, that may be in question. But I think ultimately SmackDown will, uh, will benefit either way because if they get the fresh blood in, it might mean that someone like Sami Zayn could be elevated as yeah. well. But then, then again, you know, the draft bringing AJ over could mean that then there's a gap there for someone to, to, to sort of step up in his absence. Because I don't think Randy's that sort of person to carry on his back. And no. I thought Bray might, Bray might be, but clearly the, the powers that be don't have that same belief in him. Not at this moment in time, anyway.
0: Yeah, and the oh, what do you think to this, Wilson? At first, I was like,
2: oh yeah, this is cool. They're a respect spot here. But the more that I think about it, well, I don't like this segment. Why? I thought it was very, very, very weird in the context of AJ's character. Because when mm. AJ had the feud with Cena, Cena took him to his very limit and all that. But where there was no, like, handshake spot or anything like that. AJ was fucking gloating about it and shit like that. So what's changed in that time?
0: He now needs to be seen more friendly for
2: and sponsors. And what stuff. he did wasn't a first turn. He wasn't. It was a tweener turn at best.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which I want. I don't want him to go full face. I want him to be with the Bullet Club and do Healy stuff for a bit.
2: I just thought it was a bit weird. Yeah, I'm it? back.
0: Welcome back, Tom. Good yeah. to know. <clears throat> Tom, what do you think of Shane and uh, AJ shaking hands? Uh,
4: you know, it was... Um, I mean, uh, AJ sort of teased the going to punch him afterwards, didn't he? But then yeah. he sort of backed away. I mean, is it a face turn? I don't think it is completely. Um,
0: mm-hmm. We're all in agreement there, I think.
4: Yeah, Um Obviously, you know he, he sort of is a natural face just because the crowd love him so much, and um, it's it's hard uh, to get AJ Styles' booze even after he beat up Shane O'Mac backstage. You know he was, he, he was still getting cheered, so um, you know it's it's nice that uh, he, he has that sort of respect for him. Um, will it be a swerve? And he might. End, will he end up going to Raw? Um, it, it remains to be seen.
0: we find out. And the uh, the last big thing, we've we've talked about him for enough, so we don't need to go into detail, but The Miz and Maurice came out dressed as John Cena and Nicky Bella. It was fucking hilarious. That whole stuff with total bullshit has been one of the best kind of weird skits they've done since I've been watching. It's been so funny. Miz deserves the, to be pushed to the fucking moon. Then we just got a cut to a violinist, and I thought it was a brilliant way to reveal it, because everyone who knew knew, and it was just... Oh, it's just such a good tease and he did his sick tune and then Big Shinsuke came out weirdly did fuck all and left again but he's here, he's the big dog. well,
4: apparently we're... on uh, at the taping because um, it sort of went to a commercial when, uh, when Shinsuke had come out apparently live um, Dolph Ziggler basically came out during the commercial and uh, they, set dark, they set up a dark match I've for later I've seen uh, the dark match the, but I didn't know they had a yeah. Alt yeah, that's, of it. So it was like a sort of they cut a promo or whatever in that space. Um so Fair that's happened, Which um so I don't know whether that's gonna be Shinsuke's first sort of feud. Um whether Ziggler puts him over. That'd or... be
3: fine.
0: Should Dolph's a heel, it'd be nice to see Dolph yeah. wrestle someone good. It'd be that'd be nice. I'm looking forward to it. And one last thing I'll say, since before we finish this three hours of fucking wrestling talking. On two or five live they got they wheeled out the the, uh, the uh, participants are the five main guys from the UK tournament, and I was ex- fearing did would get crickets, but all five of the guys got mad cheers. It's Trent Seven, lovely, Mark, uh, Mark Andrews got screams, Wolfgang got howls, and Pete Dunn, mate, he's going to be there before the, the year's out. He got bruiserweight chance already. You know. What so. the fucking Don and Tyler Bate got waves. My boys, they're doing bits and it made me very happy to see him right at the end of WrestleMania weekend, and I'm very happy. But that, my friends, has been Love Pod episode two, WrestleMania 33 review. It's been quite a long slog. We've had internet issues. I don't know if you've if there's been weird cuts and stuff in this. It means I I can't be asked editing three hours worth of podcast, and there might be some weird little nibbles and whatnot. Please ignore him. Please just enjoy the content instead. Thank you greatly. Whew. We are, of course, Line of Venus Suite. We usually write and talk about Bolton Wanderers Football Club, who are doing great. Guns at the minute. It's all very nice to see. We're going up, lads. It's great. So if you want to know more about that, go over to com for our writing on Bolton Wanderers. And, of course, you can listen to the normal podcast, Line of Venus Suite podcast, funnily enough, for all the Bolton Wanderers chatter. We'll hopefully get another one of them up by the week's end. And well, so we got to oh, follow us all on Line of VNSD on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at Mabroski. You can follow Tom on Twitter at Tom Malloy. You can follow Wilson on Twitter at Cult of Wilson. And you can follow Chris on Twitter at 19Manning83. And if there's nothing else to say, lads, it is time to say goodbye. So say goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Chris.
1: Fuck you, Roman.
0: And say goodbye, (laughs) Wilson. In a bit. It's goodbye from me, Salivy.